Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It is Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. It's not Queens! What do you say there, bottle of A bar in a garage. Drive with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. Now that's it's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Right. Goddamn right. Hey, God. Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They call it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Pick two of these and call me in the evening. Holy shit, Jake. Zoot suit Charlie. Rusty Beard. Fucking fireball. Sir. Listen to Live from the Barrage. Don't listen to us. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. I've only come out at night. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants yeah. anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my um, pants. Saturday Night Fever. man, no time to practice. Let's that's do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> You wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> Correct Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilda Swinton, Dan. Oh, Dan. My drawings. Yeah. 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 Yeah, baby. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. That's right. Go ahead. That's right. Yep. Welcome back to Live from the Broad here on Radio Nope. Yeah. 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 Yep. We appreciate you tuning in. We yeah. got a big show today. Yeah. <laughs> big action fucking packed. Action packed. We got uh, the whole gang's here, by the way. Well, not here yet, but there will be. Ryan, Pat, and Pete. Electric. Waiting on uh, Tommy Rockstar with the, there's some last minute news things coming out of the ticker that he's grabbing. On the wire. In, in, a, you know, in a panic. He's on assignment. <laughs> he's waist deep in. Floodwater somewhere. Uh, well, I guarantee he ain't on the New York Times website hitting fucking F four. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to mix yeah. Huffington Post with like TMZ well, at the yeah. same time? Because oh, he's exactly. <laughs> he's on like Yahoo News. It's a fucking Russian fucking spam site. Yahoo.ru. Yeah, he loves it. Mm. Well, he'll be coming by and then Mario at ten o'clock. But before that, at the uh, the guest hour, nine o'clock hour. We're going to have uh, Mark Marone. He's a pet guy. He's coming in. He's coming in from live. With fucking animals. With no animals. No, no animals. just hanging? That's the best part. We have an animal guy with no animals. <laughs> he brought animals, so he'd have to wear the fucking patch for the rest exactly. of the week. Yeah. Carson well, would throw him right out of here. I don't think we're going to be smoking cigarettes when he's here, I doubt. Anyway. But, yeah, I got the warning on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, rain, we'll it, rain it in. When, Listen, we'll, we'll throw a test smoke out there. <laughs> <laughs> what, not cool? <laughs> He's like, there's no way I'm bringing animals there. I'm like, all right. Well, we just gonna, it's like having Jack Hanna on. He just brings nothing. He just sits there. And John Johnny Carson. Like a fucking... So, uh, in the suit. Like a where, do your, where do you get your safari vest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surplus? If he shows up with the tarantula, I'm fucking done. I want to be. You never see me again. Mm. Having some problems here, broadcast. You have arachnophobia there, Ryan. <laughs> the yeah, hairy that makes, that makes me uneasy. Mm. Sure does. Oh, you should have seen the size of the spider that was in the oh, yeah? uh, garage window last night. Though. Nice. One of those big wolf spiders was hanging oh, around. Yeah, out here. That's, those oh, are the ones I don't him. like. Yeah, he's he's all angular and like sharp and pointy and stuff. There was. We, we're gonna have Mark Mar- Marone. There was Mark Mar- Marone. Bull spider. You ever see those? <laughs> we're gonna put that on his shoulder. <laughs> They're huge. That's I saw that. That's what I think. That's what got me scared of spiders when I saw those on a camping trip. They were covering the lean-to. It was right after. Uh, Ooh, I don't yeah, do yeah, I don't. I'm not, I'm not scared of spider. 
plural. Now, but these spider guys, is like a bunch of them blanketing something. I'm yeah, out with this that. This was bad, and they were about like three inches long each, maybe more. <laughs> yeah, and you can see all their eyes. You know, they got like ten eyes or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, they got like a million eyes and shit. We'll have to ask Mark yeah, well, Marone. How many eyes is fired had? The arachnids. That's right. Mark Marone will be here live. In my head. If we dropped out there live, Mar- uh, Mark Marone will be in the studio live here at 9 o'clock. He's Interviewing a, a spider. He's got uh, he's an a- animal guy. We'll spider see if he cords. brings in a, a, any animals whatsoever. I'm sure you could, there's some you could stick in your pocket or something like a yeah, hissing cockroach. A spider. <laughs> a thousand eyes. He's going to stick I brought, in my pocket. I, hey, guys, I brought a thousand spiders, <laughs> and they were covering my body. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, be- a beard of, yeah. He walks in, he drops a shoebox full of 10,000 spiders just run all over the garage into the corner. Crickets instantly begin reproducing. Right. Ryan soils, him, soils himself, and that's the end of the program. Yeah, I used again. to listen to 10,000 spiders on WLIR. They're good. Yeah. So he'll be coming in. That'll be exciting. Exciting stuff. Other than that, I have absolutely nothing to talk about. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why we have the show. I'm out of beer. Let's just go get Bullshit. some animals. There's beer outside. Let's bring your cat in here and interview her. Yeah, I'm going to bring my uh, cat, and uh, I'm going to bring like a a stuffed (laughs) mouse that I give my cat. There's catnip in it, and uh, Mark can play with those things. We'll see what happens. We'll put some peanut butter in the deck and see if we get some raccoons out here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there was a raccoon out here last night. Yeah, yeah. We'll coax. We're going to coax the the local wildlife into the garage tonight while during Mark's appearance. Don't worry, you don't have to bring animals. We got you covered, buddy. (laughs) We get some breadcrumbs. Yeah, he's going to have Mario draped around his neck. I got uh, plenty of animals. Hmm. Pelts. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening to Mario's voice in the intro, it's like nails on a chalkboard. See that guy so much. I saw him at a wake last night. Ooh. And he's like, you know, Mario had a wake. I just try to get out of there as fast as possible and away from the guy because you know he's going to like do something. And these nuns get up there and they're like, <laughs> I'm like, I got to go. He's like, but they're about to sing. Get out like it's that. a show. <laughs> like it's a night out on the town for him. Right. Mm. He sold those tickets on StubHub. <laughs> oh. oh, he told me last night he lost money on that Red Sox thing. He thought he was going to make like two grand. He ended up losing. Oh, oh. the Yankees stuff? Yeah. <laughs> He's telling me this at the wake. He's like, oh, you'll love this. Uh, I lost money on those tickets. Should have went to six. You're right. I do love that. <laughs> Rest in peace. It's the little things. Yeah. You hate when you get to the wake and like right as you get in, you're like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Next thing you see the priest going up front. You're like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Then then that's, that's why I hightailed it out of there because mm. I didn't want to get stuck. Mm. Well, that's an extra half hour, man. Oh, yeah, right. Please, Easily. Yeah, yeah. he's figured he's got a captive audience. He's bringing you back to the flock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, went, I went to a wake on Tuesday, Tuesday night. and uh, oh, Yeah, how was it? I, everybody I know is dying right now. Good it's, turnout. Half of you are going to die pretty soon. You know me. (laughs) I already got my picture board set up. (laughs) Hey, look, remember that? Hey, he's fishing. Yeah, look, he's fishing there. He's happy. happy. I got to remind myself to be careful at wakes because I end up seeing people. I end up having a great time sometimes and uh, seeing people I haven't seen in years. And uh, that was great. I first see myself yucking it up Mm. and carrying on and everything. And then I'm like. Texting him on Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, hey, it was hey, it's great bro, seeing it. Good way. catching up. <laughs> what the hell happened no, last night? Nice soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pisser. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa died. <laughs> we should do this more often. <laughs> God bless. I saw Brandon Burt at the wake walking out. He, he was running out of there. So. Yeah. Where and was I, it? I, I did the wake thing. I wore a suit for the rest of the night. 
Who died? Nice. Yeah, who died? Um, who died? Yeah. My friend's mother. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. Thank My you. condolences. Thanks. Former guest of the show. Yeah, he's been on the show with Sabi. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, he talks like this. Steve Wasabi. He plays poker with us. He was him. a stand-up yeah. comedian. He had jokes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was a stand-up comedian. I don't know what happened to that. Well, I know what happened to that. <laughs> six, six feet under, too. Comedian lawyer. <laughs> I was like, oh, I play guitar now. What happened to that? I don't know. I, I, I'm really bad at it. Jeez. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. Steve's mom. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was a bummer. And then uh, I had house guests. I actually went over to Pat's bar last night, Pat. Did you know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> did you make a show yourself? What are you laughing about? No. I was sleeping. I did I did leave a clue for you in there somewhere, though. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. In the toilet? Is it a picture of Bono or something? Is it an upper deck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, upper deck. The, uh... there's, a, there's a giant poster of Bono in the bar now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I just walked in there. I'm like, uh, Pat's told me to hang this here, Jeremy. The guy's like, what? I'm like, shut up. It's all just nailed it right to the wall. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has those eyes that move around. <laughs> Jesus, eyes, the hologram. It's <laughs> always looking at you. Yeah. And the, the name just of the, the place is Bono's old the, place now too. The, by the pupils way. are cut out of the fly glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's all he's, he's made from reclaimed uh, other reclaimed members of of you two, so it's fine. It's the edge's eyes. <laughs> That's a nice place you got there, Pat. I Thank like you. Nice joint. A little quiet last night. Mm. There was a book club. <laughs> a there, book was a, club? there was a huge meeting, yeah. Did it look intense? Yeah. Well, the guy, Jeremy, has the right idea. He's like, you know, book club's great because it's like the most stand-up thing you could do. Like, where are you going? I'm going to going by book club. Yeah. I was going to question that. It's like, you know, you're not going out, just going out to the bar, or, you know, getting a fight or uh, a pool hall, one of those old greasy pool halls. <laughs> I'm going to book club. What can you say? You get wrecked. You read books. I was going to, next time they have a book club meeting at Pat's bar, I'm going to Pat's like, going to die right now. Like, no, shut up. I'm going to sit there reading the book, you know, in the corner that they're doing. Trying to catch up? Yeah, I'm going to find out. I'm catching up. Why don't you I'll come be tomorrow? over in a minute. Why don't you come tomorrow, watch the Islanders game, and drink Barn Rocker? <laughs> yeah, I, I should. Yeah. What the hell's Barn Rock? Is that an Islanders be- Islanders? Beer? Oilanders? Oilanders. It turned into stuttering John. <laughs> really did. <laughs> Kathleen. 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 <laughs> big fan, big fan. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the Islanders beer? Uh, it's the uh, Oyster Bay Brewery Barn Rocker. Uh, Christ. The Barn Rocker, because the, um, the Islanders... Islanders used to play in the barn, they used to call it out there. Well, I think they call them all a barn. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The old Nassau Coliseum. They're all barns. Every place is hockey town. <laughs> They're moving that team all over the joint. <laughs> That's why right, John Rovados was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he'll never win a cup of Toronto anyway. That guy and the other guy. Who's the other guy in Toronto? Austin Matthews. Yeah. They have like a million goals together. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That yeah. sucks for you. I know. I well, thought that guy was going to blow it. Yeah, wait until they actually start playing good teams. <laughs> the Islanders won nine of their first 11 last season. We all saw what happened there. Yeah, the Mets, too. Now, if you go into the back room of the bar, that's where the viewing will be happening? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, there's, there's no TVs in the front. I like that there idea. There is a good TV idea. in the front. There is? Yeah, it's behind the painting above the fireplace. Oh, that's like a projector of the screen, though. Uh, no, that's a, that's a TV TV. Oh. Behind yeah. the bottom? Mm. Is it like one of those 1970s TVs that you put on the cash register? That'd be great. The floor, the floor model. <laughs> I'm just admiring your Bono. 
What, what it is is the only it's thing. That was, it's an impressive it's the, bono. It's the only thing that was left behind in the bar that actually worked. Right. Is that an original bono? Including the bartenders. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, nine o'clock. We'll have Mark Marone. I'm sorry, fellas. I don't know what the hell to do with myself today. You're all right. Yeah, hanging in. Did a side job. Uh oh, was that? That was crazy. I did. It was like a. It was like an apartment next to Howard Stern's apartment. It was like, and it was high up. You could see like the mountains of New Jersey from was the apartment. Was it Regis? It was Regis' apartment. I, I had to go in there and do, get some work done. Silverfish. <laughs> I had to put in one of those shower the, bars. Spackle up his head. So he could, <laughs> Jesus, sit walking. Yeah, bench. Him and, him bench. and joy on the bench. <laughs> I can't. I can't disclose what I was up to. Mm. But, uh, NDAs, private job. Well, good thing you, you see it up. how other people live. You're like Jesus Christ. Yeah. What am I doing out there? In the did I, where did it go wrong? I, you know what? If I just like hit this guy over the head and just stayed there, what would happen? I guess people do do that, right? Yeah, they yeah. do kill the people for their yeah. farm. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's called murder. Cut out a picture. Your face control still going. <laughs> and you glue it to his driver's license. <laughs> you, mur- you, you murder somebody, then live with the corpse for two months, and then you it's can yours. legally take yeah. over the apartment. You're making a lot of legally, sense. Legally, it's yours. Hello, I'm Buford Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I'm not, the guy wasn't tall. I still want to have a, you with a trench coat and two guys with it, just because it's funny. <laughs> Sunglasses. <laughs> I'd like to make a withdrawal, please. Why? Why do you have a trench coat on? Because it's funny. It's nippy out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get prop comedy? <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, man, it's it's nice over there. Like, yeah. in, it's nice everywhere else where rich people live and shit. Mm. It's amazing. You look out the window and stuff. <laughs> it's great. See the Palisades. You see the oh, you can see it all, man. It's you too much see bread. It all. It's a yeah. lot of fucking. You can't bread. justify it. You can't. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah, that's that's when you got fu money. Yeah, but even then, it's too much. Yeah, yeah I don't think a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, fucking house. I like what I'm doing. It's got to be. Like it's got to cost five million dollars for a one bedroom or something like that. Probably right. It was a one bedroom. Yeah, two ba- two bathrooms, one kitchen, a living room, and a bed. Hmm. Too full or one and a half. Too full. Oh, square nice. footage. Too full. Right, nice. nice closet space. Two nice closets. Walk walk-ins. How many, how many square feet you think this was? Oh, I'm bad at that. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing with that. Nothing with the square feet. Was it big? I can't do it. <laughs> it's tough. I know. So it's was tough. it all windows, wall to wall? Yes, the whole. No, not well. Yeah, one wall was entire. One side of the apartment glass was entirely glass. Yeah. Any outdoor space? No. no. Ah, no. Loser. What a loser! Loser. Yeah. <laughs> loser. You know, no, no uh, topiary or anything. If you if you want to spend five million dollars and look at New Jersey all day, that's fine. You know, <laughs> I think you should sell this dump and come live where I live. It's great over there. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I should too. Yeah, it's the same thing except just in Queens and a lot cheaper. And with a balcony. Two bridges. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One would argue you're clowning him. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I would live at your house, Ryan. Yeah. It's nice. I think I'm moving out of there soon, though. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, my mom wants me to buy her house. So I got to figure out how that works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound easy. You got to lay out a bunch of bread. <laughs> yeah. And you move all your shit in. That's the worst. Yeah. Two, th- two things I don't like right there. Yeah, that's a big one. Moving my stuff and spending money. I thought you were going to put your mother on that. It's <laughs> a double whammy. <laughs> that's that's, two that's the I trifecta. Like. Spend a lot of money and my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, thing. This freaking internet's so not working. So what's the problem there? I don't know. 
It works fine for months, and then it doesn't work. Is this a uh, redesigned Solo Cup, or is this an off-brand? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tight motherfucker. It has words on it. It's finger. What does it it's say? Hefty. Hefty brand. Yeah. Hefty brand Solo Cups. Hefty, yeah. hefty. You're going to have to have a talk with the wife, John. Jesus. Sounds expensive. When I think of uh, drinking delicious beverages, I think hefty garbage. Hefty. <laughs> Cinch sex. Hefty, my choice. I don't support those Cook brothers. <laughs> hefty cups. Yeah. The official cup of the New York Islanders. <laughs> the barn garbage water. <laughs> How was Ireland, Pat? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Everything's everything. You straighten everybody out over there. I tuned everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You went to break and you I just did. shot out of a cannon. I gave everybody what for. You gave everybody the what for. <laughs> Cracking skulls together. Uh huh. Yeah. I fixed the gate. Big windstorm there before I went. Oh, big. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Big. Mm. Blew a woman in a caravan off a cliff in Galway. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Is she dead. She's very dead. That's a doornail. Yes. She's very dead. My God. Mm-hmm. You figure the wind starts bearing down the caravan. It's a safe place, right? Yeah. Yeah, not so much. Travelers. Christ almighty. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Yeah, it was whack as fuck. Mm. Yeah. Things are always choppy in Galway. Mm. Those, those <laughs> gypsies. I was just the whole <laughs> west. The tinkers. That's the tinkers. <laughs> the tinkers, the tinkers yeah. are in Limerick. The yeah. whole oh, west was yeah. hit with wind. They break into your house and drill holes in your pots and pans. Uh-huh. Right. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, the wind, the wind made shit in my fence. Have the tinkers been in Sanger yet? <laughs> the wind made shit of the fence in my back garden. In in Ireland, yeah, that's right. And you fixed it. Yeah, I did. That's kind of the thing, though. When uh-huh. you go there, yeah. like it's like love doing a job there. It took me half a day to get those fucking screws. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a two-hour drive. Yeah, it was fifteen minutes work. It's either a ten-minute walk or a two-hour drive. Mm-hmm. To borrow a gun. I'm going to uh, try to fix the internet. Good luck. I'm going to take a short break. Short break. Hit it. Hey, uh, Pete. You have any music there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play some of that George Thorogood. I'm going to try to fix this. Hear him? <laughs> the Bono. I think oh, my son is downloading Call of Duty. That's what's going on. Duty. The update. <sighs> it's a brand new Call of Duty. Oops. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Just doing interviews from now on. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. This is going to be <laughs> our new format. John's bringing the show to Netflix. <laughs> 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 Charlie Rose needs a replacement. He sure does. That guy thinks he's just going to waltz back into it. I know. You know that's what he thinks. Oh, yeah. It's not happening, buddy. Probably got a gig on InfoWars or something. (laughs) (laughs) And lend that an air of legitimacy. Now on (laughs) InfoWars. It's a living. Mm -hmm. I'm here with Broadway Ingenue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Charlie Rose. Bush Uh, did 9 11. Star of stage. All right, we'll be back after this. I'm going to try to fix something. Okay. Thanks. Live from the garage, Radio Nope. Oh, boy.
we're back. How's it going? Oh, Christ. Yeah. Custard pie? Hey, no. Hey, no. Um, we're back live from the garage here on Radio Nope. As we await our guest uh, right around uh, 9 o'clock, we'll be talking to Mark Marone. The aptly named. The aptly named Mark Marone. Whose voice is that I hear? Is it Tommy Rock? Uh-oh. Hey. I'm back. What's going on, man? Back, baby. What's going on, guys? I just got back from tour. Yeah, tour. <laughs> What'd you do? I played in four cities in the United States. and uh, I'm Stand back. up, right? Yes. <laughs> Pass the, the news. Pass the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Taking my act on the road. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Man, like in typical, like uh, <laughs> he was doing slam. <laughs> <laughs> in typical loser's luck fashion, man. After twenty years of not touring, my car broke down on the first day down the highway. Car, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't handle a rock. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the 95, and all of a sudden the engine just like stopped working, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And we pulled into like this backwoods roads. I went to this, like local. Here's your problem. Your engine stopped working. Oh, that's gonna cost you. Diamond belt. See you coming a mile away. That's buddy. what happened. The guy was like, "How much you got?" Jesus. No, uh, we went to this like local backwoods like Maryland mechanic, and uh, he actually saved my ass. He's like, "Son, you got a case of the bad gas." We don't have to wait four days for the part. That's a good thing because uh, we booked the show <laughs> really days. stupid. Yeah. We booked it's the dumbest book tour ever. It's yeah. four days between sets. Yes. What did you fill up at gas sale? No, I, you would... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I see gas sale, I'm like, ooh. Uh, they're having a sale. They're having a sale. I better pull in there and get some gas. Well, I hope Club it hasn't station. gone off. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I actually fill up like a it's the Columbus Day extravaganza. A major brand name gas station on the 95, and according to this mechanic... Who says the 95? Who says the 95? I, like, uh, <laughs> I say all the time. And, uh, and according, according to him, I got a bad batch of gas. Bad batch. Bad batch. And apparently had some water in it, so uh, he had to change my fuel filter. Yeah. Uh-oh. And, uh, Johnson it, rod. Yeah. What? What? And, and then basically, like, this happened at, like, 4.55 in the afternoon, and he was like, I got to call my parts guy, like, right now. And, like, he, they barely got the part in time. Mm. Cool. Yeah. We made it. Cousin and pet boys. Now, this is a... Wait, what what's... You? <laughs> uh, oh, not too bad. It's uh, $125. That's very, very... <laughs> it's the whole generous. tour right I there. Gave him, in exchange, I gave him a custom handmade screen-printed Weston late generation poster. So you gave him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you gave him fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah, you know, hang, he's, it's going to be one of those he's using as a, a floor mat. placement. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't get his dirty mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, his feet next, on you. Yeah, his next favorite, you just scrawled <laughs> in the back of it. Thank you for your business. <laughs> That's going right under the oil yeah. pan. We yeah. appreciate your patronage. <laughs> There's two uh, outlines of shoes. <laughs> but it's pretty amazing because he, he actually uh, he texted me re- like afterwards Uh-oh. asking like how things were going and you stuff. Up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you're a customer for life. Yeah. Yeah. Sliding into your GM. Yeah. He actually, his, he only had like one rule. His caveat was it he I have one rule no butt stuff <laughs> that back seat was pretty large <laughs> I rebuilt your entire engine for 120 bucks I've been winking at you for an hour Get, take a hint check yeah. those springs no, he just asked his only request was that when uh, we got to Washington D.C. that we would um, like give props to his mechanic shop on stage in front of the crowd uh, I'm sure that crowd knows a mechanic exactly All right, shout out to Jimmy's the- when you get there, do that and drive through the gate did, of the White House. Did you tell him we have a, you have a, a podcast no one listens to? I'll shout him out on this one, too. Is he coming in at nine? It's, okay, so it's JRM Auto in, uh, in Maryland. In, uh, in, You're going to have to narrow it down. 
in Severn, Maryland. JRM Auto in J-O. Severn, Maryland. Who's the guy? The guy's, guy's Aubrey. The guy's name is Aubrey. C. Aubrey. Mention live from the barrage and get $125 off. <laughs> Mention live from the barrage and he'll give you back that poster that he didn't want. <laughs> Oil stained. <laughs> It's pretty amazing, dude. It's a pretty good live read, guys. Good job. <laughs> What's that number again? That's uh, JRM Auto in uh, Severn, Maryland. Mm-hmm. 608. 1-800-CARS-FOR-KISS. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we made it down, and we played our first show, and uh, there's about like 40 people there the first night. Yeah, where was this? This was in a place called the Rock and Roll Hotel in Washington, D.C. Ah. It was an actual hotel, and they are just hosting rock and roll. Yeah, it was a club hosting rock and roll. Mm. Yeah. How's your stage banter these days? It's getting better. You know, Damn it! This you is know, the jazz the hotel. I got no. I didn't do the news, but I, I, Joe and I have a little like a uh, little grief going back and forth because Joe loves to do this thing where I hate where he's like, "Why don't you all take a big step forward?" Oh, oh, big is that? No, everyone hates that. Come it's up worse. front. Come you up can't front. do that. Yeah. Why don't you? Ask, why don't you ask him if it sounds good out front too? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sound guys love that. And somebody bring me a, a glass of water. Yeah. You ready to rock? Or a shot. Yeah. I remember forget Paul Gratiano one time. I was like, "Can someone bring me water? Water?" And he's like, "Go and making the water," and nobody was getting him water. <laughs> I'm that asshole who actually does that. I'll get people. Yeah, no, it's fine to get, yeah. you know, whatever. Asking people to come up to the front of the stage is, is so annoying oh, as, a, as an audience member. You're I mean, sitting there going, come on. In his defense, there's a big gap there, you know, so he wants to so, it, but, you know. well, Set up your equipment very quickly. Go to the bathroom. After the bathroom, hit the bar. Get two beers. Yes, yes. Go right on stage. And commence rock. Yes. Science. <laughs> science. No fucking around. Rock, risk reward and risk no queen. glad handing. No right. fucking move closer to the stage. How does it sound out front? Right. I don't care. Can, can you hear us in the back? <laughs> I, don't I didn't care. kill my wife. Yes. Uh, but actually, that was a good show. And then the following day, a little more trouble ensued where we had... So you were mad at... There was already stuff brewing because you, you yelled at him for doing that? And... Uh, well, I was more mad for like the car breaking down and that. But <laughs> we had a good performance. You know? Paulie Lightex flew in from San Francisco just to make that gig, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, I know? thought he was in the whole with the whole. It was thing. remarkable because he didn't take a plane. <laughs> Isn't he a full fledged member of Latex Generation? <laughs> he is. He is, but he works a corporate job, so he. Had wow. A, he had so a, who like, played guitar? Joe just Latex. Just. Oh, okay. Paul sang, you know. But here's the thing: Hugo nor Hobbs could play those shows. We had to get another drummer, a guy named Greg Collins, to fill in. So we had three drummers. First for four you had shows. Joe Gorlick, and then he did. Joe, 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 Joe Gorlick didn't work out. No, he was right. in a band called Sleeposaurus in Long Island. Oh yeah, I remember those dudes. Yeah, filled in. So he was really great. Of the day. Nice. Then the next day we went. We're off to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, beautiful Amish country. Yeah. <clears throat> like I knew it well. They like to rock. <laughs> so the problem was all the headliners were we really... played the rock barn there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Flintstones. The rock furniture <laughs> assembly. The shakers. They're still <laughs> mad about those reflective tape they had to put on the back of the thing. They're like, ah, motherfuckers. The triangles. Demonry. Oh, damn. The problem on this day was we realized uh, a little too late that the entire tour was relying on the opening band's gear. So nobody could load in their soundtrack until oh. we got there. And we were like, oh, no. So that changed things up because it was like three or four hours away. And we were a little late. Basically showed up at a minute before doors, so mm. people weren't happy there. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> and then we performed to a large Curse crowd. you, English. <laughs> <laughs> this is an acoustic set, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then by Saturday. Delicious. Yeah, they're using like a fucking water clock. <laughs> Hourglass. There's a guy cranking Tommy's amp. <laughs> a little monkey inside. <laughs> then by Saturday, we, we migrated to east. Saturday, that's the Lord's Day. Coming, coming up next, Ezekiel and the wagon wheaters. We like to gently rock. We Ezekiel and the pure tones. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sunday swingers. <laughs> 
to think of it. There was a, it was an early bar cap. Well, that's a play a piano. You're out of the family. I had beards that's... before and you jerk off. <laughs> get, get off them hand <laughs> sawed rafters. They call it the devil's piano. <laughs> So by, by dawn on Saturday, we... Uh, <laughs> by, squint, by dawn. By you dawn squint, you'll think you're in Brooklyn. <laughs> Don't eat the brown butter. <laughs> by dawn on Saturday, we... <laughs> Don't churn the brown butter. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we emigrated eastward through Amish country. Shout out to Amish country. <laughs> 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 To the snoozy hamlet of a king of Prussia, basically. It's five thirty, <laughs> and we set up a camp there, and then uh, by the next day we were off to New Jersey, to uh, ye old English town, where we had to drop off our funny car races. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, super funny car madness. <laughs> this is quite a rumspringer. <laughs> It's the latex generation funk rock show. <laughs> did any? Did you see any Amish kids on Rum Springer? We did. Actually. Did you? They were like they were out there punk rocking it up. They were like churning like butter wheels, like with little sticks Stop. and rings on the wheels. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, basically, <laughs> what, they had actual <laughs> lawn lights. I think they, it, you know, they would just churn butter at home. I don't think they'd bring it to the show. But yeah. it's a little dosed. <laughs> it's a ve- I, we have vegan. Yeah. I did. I will say we sold a Vegan substantial option. amount of mer- a su- substantial amount of merch in, in Lancaster. So mm, mm, substantial yeah, koozies. Yeah. Where were these woven? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Phil's work. <laughs> Latex. <laughs> and so uh, then we had to swap out drummers and kick our drummer off and put him on a bus Uh-oh. and pick up drummer number two, and then go to a rehearsal studio in the backwoods of New Jersey mm. and practice there for a couple hours. And then we arrived to the club, which kind of looked like a Denny's. Which I'm so nice. glad I didn't get involved. Yes. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> and then performed on night three, which is a much better night. Um, and then got a tongue lashing by Weston's tour manager telling me not to be late again, which I couldn't control the first two nights. Mm. And then the yep. fourth and fourth. We're, sure, we're all sure it's not your fault you were late. It's not really. Technically mm. not. It's, mm-hmm. it's my car's fault. never been on time for the show once. You son of a bitch getting oil well, change. It was a car's fault the first time. And what happened the second time? Paulie Latex had to work at Corporate America till like 4 <laughs> o'clock in D.C. So we had to wait till he mm. like. 4 o'clock. Yeah, 3, 4 o'clock. Somewhere. Oh, and then the traffic around that oh, time. I got stuck insane. for three hours. The beltway. Like the beltway. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah, you don't want to be on there. That's the worst traffic. And, and then we migrated over to Brooklyn to play friend of the show, Artie Shepherd's Club, St. Vitus. Right. I couldn't remember his name last night, the wake. That's the guy. Why? Did he die? <laughs> Artie no, Shaw? No, 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 no. Mario was telling me something. I forget. Oh, yeah. We were talking about your show and how uh, oh. you know, he, he was uh, upset that he wasn't he die? put on, on the guest list or something. Oh, dude, I couldn't. That guest list was maxed out. In fact, yeah, I Yeah, well, I told him. I said it was Weston's show, probably. <laughs> and, they, you know, they don't. I get yelled at for Max and that guest list out too. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Who's this Weston manager guy? Is this a girl? Yeah. It's a girl. It's a new girl. What kind of cigar is she chomping on yeah. while she chewed you out? Tell you what. That's what you do. Never be late again. Never be late. Yeah. She was very friendly, but yet to the point. Like, amateur hour. She would send me reminders. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's a four, uh, a four show tour. Four on a Sunday. And, you know, we're a punk rock band. We were very grateful. Of course, it's amateur hour. She was great, but she was also... Manage Pavarotti. You're not going nowhere. You want professionalism. I'll tell you God one thing. I'll tell you a couple, three things. The name, of the, band is, uh, the name of the band has late in the first four letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> she would send me, like, updates. Like, Where the hell are the late boys? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. The late <laughs> X-Generation. Right. It's not latex. It's, it's the late, late X-Generation. Late X. So she, she would actually send me, like, these like updates throughout the day, like, hey, it's 2.58, time to pack up and come to the gig early. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. there's no reminders. And then we're like, oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. What you do after that? Go and tell the loud boys to turn it down. <laughs> She's still talking about yeah. how she dealt with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. How much? How much money is that to be made? She went, she went back in the other room and burped that, Weston. She's gonna yeah, copy that sixty bucks. Absolutely zero. Somebody else involved, right? Like yeah. that's. You know, and but, then she was on the tour the whole time. Yes, but you see, the singer of Weston is in a pretty famous band called Beach Lang, right? Mm. And so he has a tour manager there, Dave Weston. No, this other guy, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy West. Yeah, they used to call him Smiling Jim, but now Smiling Jimmy Weston. Smiling Slim Jim. Smiling Jim Weston. Hey there, Smiling Jim. Move up to the front, please. You got a lot of nerves showing your face. <laughs> Take a step up. Yeah, we love those. If guys, everyone could just move up, yeah. guys, we don't you know, open up. Come, come up. Man, plenty of room up here. Snake oil. You like rock and roll? <laughs> no, but by this time we we reached like Coup de Gras, where we hit St. Vitus. That shit was sold out, so we were very excited. Yeah, hometown show. Yeah, hometown show. This is the big finale. I had to go to Shoeless Pete and buy three tickets. My own show just to get people in. That's how ridiculous it was. And uh, that actually was great. Uh, Paulie liked to show up with his little daughters. And uh, I got to say, I actually cried on stage, believe it or not, because when, oh, he, when he came on stage, his little daughter's eyes lit up, and I just couldn't hold it back. I just started bursting into tears because mm. it was such a special moment to like watch his like you know daddy rock out for them. It was really cool. Special. Eugene Robinson's kids cried when he came on stage to oh, choke yeah. somebody up. Because yeah, he beating <laughs> somebody up. <laughs> his underwear. Daddy, daddy, when he actually ejaculated. He's already dead. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> That's my pop. Awesome. <laughs> Jerking off. <laughs> so that was cool. On stage. I actually hung out with Artie. He was so stoked for us to have us there. And, yeah, uh, he's a good man. Yep. Weston guys packed a house and they, it was a great set. And uh, it was one big, like, 30 person tour of love. Yeah. And did you have to. Did, did this tour cost you money? It did. <sighs> it did. It did. I would say. You had to rent all the, the bus and all that crap? Well, the, oh, the bus was my SUV. Did the car thing throw yeah. it off? Uh, yeah, that wasn't too bad. A couple hundred. You had all the equipment in your your little SUV. Yeah, well, so Digger brought the drums. We brought who the hell's Digger? They were the middle band, the band from what? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh! I thought there was like the bro- that's a Brody name <laughs> if I ever heard one. Shoeless Pete's fucking cousin. <laughs> I thought that's somebody you found at the pole. Who's the amps? Right, well, Digger, Digger and Snake from Amish country. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get the name Digger? Don't ask. <laughs> well, one time we were in, stuck in the side of the road in Reading, Pennsylvania, in the mud. No, if you're familiar with your third wave pop punk Lehigh Valley uh, lore, you know we're not. <laughs> no, I don't even know what the Lehigh Valley is. Well, exactly. I don't know what lore means. <laughs> Never mind. Stop bothering everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they were actually the original member of Western was in Digger, but West then he s- swapped out for the other guy who used to play in the band before that. So anyway, so it was that three band bill, and that's how. It, so I made merch, and uh, that yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, how it went. I made a little bit of money, and it, it kind of leveled out, you know. So I don't know. You guys remember touring? Does anyone remember laughter? Hey, how's it going? Mm. Ooh, Ryan, I think it's yes. time to go to. Yeah, I think we we'll take a little pause. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's up? Uh, things are happening. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be back. Nice to meet you. Hi, Patty. Nice to meet you. After um, these words. Hey, Pete, can you uh, give us a little music, Maestro? Yeah, okay, Maestro. Take a break. Thank you. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with Mark Marone. Thank you.
We heard a lot of music there. I don't know what it was, Pete, but thank you. <laughs> Craig, Craig Pym asking for the playlist. We're back live from the broad here on Radio Nope. Thank you very much for joining us. And we have a special guest in the studio, two special guests. We have Mark Marone. Yeah, it's Mark. Mark. Nobody knows my name. Just say the crazy pet guy from the TV. Crazy pet guy. If you go on YouTube and see all the pets trying to eat each other and uh, <laughs> attack each other. Cage match. While Mark tries to wrangle them, uh, wrangle them up. Uh, it's in a confined space. <laughs> I accomplished a lot of things in my life, but I'm going to go down in history because of that little five-minute blooper tape that somebody made me as a birthday present in 1995. Oh, is that how it happened? Someone made it for you. Yeah, that was made by a, a tech named Rob Lichter. And as 1995, when I was doing that show live, he worked for like two years getting all the little bloopers here and there, there and there, and put it together. He gave it to me as a birthday present. Wow. And I have no idea how it ended up getting out there, but it was circulates funny. on. Yeah, it's funny. But I mean, I I got it copied in my basement. You know, I don't know how it got out, but it's out. And, and, and all the things that I've done, that's the one thing that made me famous throughout the world. People in Japan have paid me for that. People in Europe have paid me for paid that. You? Wow. Paid you? What do you mean paid you? They pay me for the right. They want the rights to use it. That's, oh, it's it's, oh. it's out property. there. Yeah. It's com you know it's out there. It's common property. Anybody can use it, but they want my blessing. Wow. So my blessing costs them. <laughs> <laughs> How much for a Mark Marone blessing? Two thousand dollars. Wow. All right. For you, guys, for you guys, I come out here for free. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and now you have a guest with you as well, right? I have a lovely, gracious, and talented Miss Annie, yeah. who's worked for me. About eight years now since she was a little girl. She's been on TV with me, Aww. and she's super. She keeps me in line. Yeah. All right, let's I give it up for Annie. Do you need to be kept in line, Mark? Are you a wild guy? Yeah. No, but only when I'm in front of a camera, because then yeah. then you can do whatever you want. And I hate the media, so <laughs> it's a perfect way of getting back at them all. The biased media. <laughs> Mark's been the host of uh, the Pet Shop and a bunch of other shows. He's written five books. He's been. He's been. He's done. Was, he's done it all. That was an accomplishment. TV is nothing. TV. Yeah, I mean, five luck. books. That's what sticks out to me. It's but, like, holy cow, that's work. I mean, that was real books. It wasn't like self-published. Like this agent gets a hold of me. She's remember in in the movie <laughs> The Incredibles, the little Jewish lady who mm -hmm. made the costumes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, that was my agent, and, <laughs> and I didn't seek her out. She just Found walked you. into my life. So she grabbed me by the nose and she brought me into the city. Beak. And I'm in front of this place called Random House. It's yeah, a giant sure. building. Sure. And she drags me in. She pushes the guards out of the way. She pushes the curtain. She would go up the <laughs> elevator. We're in an office. And they go, okay. Are you dressed like a gorilla? No, I'm just in the office now. She says, okay. Stripogram. <laughs> so she says, okay, sign here. I'm like, okay. So I sign there, and everybody shakes my hand, and we walk out. I go, what happened? She goes, you just signed a $100,000 contract. I'm like, what? A hundred thousand dollar advance? But wait a minute. Like everything else in life, it's not like first of all you gotta give Jeez the agent half. Uh, half. 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 What happened to twenty percent? No, it's half. But oh I mean gosh. without her I couldn't have it. Okay. Yeah. But now it's not like they just give you a box with fifty thousand dollars in it. Okay. That day I got five thousand dollars. Yeah. Then it's bonus signing, right? Six months later, you get another five thousand dollars. Meanwhile, you spend the money as fast as you get it. Sure. Then six months later but then after the book is published, and then a year after the book is published, you get the last one. So it's like you got nothing. Yeah. So you're basically saying uh, don't write books, kids. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. What are so what are the titles of the books you've written? That that particular one that they paid me all that money for is called um, A Man for All Species. Right. And that's just Ooh. basically was me talking, telling yeah. all stories. 
Just like this. Right. All the clean stories. I had other stories yeah. that weren't clean. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can tell those here if you like. Yeah. No one's listening. <laughs> and the other, the other books. <laughs> All the animals are asleep. <laughs> the other books I wrote for a company called Fancy Publications, and that was just how to take care of your dog, how to take care of your cat. Now, is that relation to like cat fancy and dog fancy? Is the same yes, yeah. they're out of business now. They owe me lots of money. Uh-oh. <laughs> Andy, get on that. Damn, Billy Corgan. That's why there's no point in writing books. No point in being on TV that doesn't pay anything tomorrow either. Right. I mean, if. What's your best? What's your best outlet for all that stuff? I mean, nothing. I'm done with nothing. it. I own a pet shop. He's, he's here. I did it all. He owns a pet shop. You, you, you guys remember Parrot World? It was uh, uh, Parrots of the World. Pet, pet he used to hang out at Parrot World. It's, yeah, yeah, this gigantic store. And that I probably Mark Smart started that. Probably, yeah. It and was I, this gigantic I, parrot store. I, I throw, remember it from I being throw a kids child. Out every day. Do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why would they try to do? Teach the parrots dirty words and stuff. Steal parrots or what? And then every now and then, some innocent little kid will come up to me and goes, "Gee, I want to be just like you." I go, "No, be a cop." Be a lawyer. Oh. Don't be like me. You talked me City out of becoming a vet. So. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. How, did, how did that work? How did you guys two link up in the first place? She I, was hanging out. Yeah, I used to come into the store all the time as a kid. You're one of the kids that didn't get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was quiet enough that eventually he's like, you're here all the time. Do you want to just work here? And I was like, yeah, okay. So that's how it all began. <laughs> that's great. Are you have affinity for animals? You still work yeah. that? Well, I guess you would have to, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I know I hate no, them. No, I hate them. <laughs> I can't stand that's parrots. Fucking jerks. <laughs> she likes the smell. Yeah, that's it's the only just, reason I'm there. It's just a paycheck for me. <laughs> I was listening to an old Barrage episode and John was talking about how many like morning newspapers he got and Pat goes, what did you buy, a parakeet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh this is, you know, so par- are parrots still your big thing? Is that your main? That's my main source of income is right. selling. But I, I sell yeah. every kind of animal. I mean, I've sold everything. What's the you oldest know, parrot you, that you have right now? Oh, they're all about 50 years old. But yeah. I've sold elephants. I've sold everything. What? what? Yeah. That's not legal, man. How does that work? Wait, time out. Back up. Back up. How do you, how do you, first of all, how do you house an elephant? And then how do you sell it? How do you broker that deal? I, br- I brokered the deal. I had to have it go from Tanzania to a, a rich guy in Kenya. Oh, oh wow. he's into African now. How'd you acquire the elephant? Well, I didn't acquire it oh, at, at, that, it. at that time. I broke it at that time. I never actually had the elephant. I just, I just coordinated it. So Coordinating no, no things is what I do. Right. I coordinate that. I can take any. I can take screaming humans that are all totally uncoordinated. I can put it all together. Yeah. yeah that, just put it all together. That's no. How, that's how Tim Allen got arrested. No formal education. <laughs> so what, what's the average like per pound price of an elephant, or how does that go by? <laughs> you at slice that, it thin, or at that time thirty years well, ago they were a hundred thousand dollars each in wow. Africa. Uh, how did, but, but how did, are you allowed to own an elephant still? I guess you can. Right? In Kenya, you could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where the guy lives. And, and actually, you know, the two elephants that he got, they were orphans because they wipe, every now and then in Tanzania, they wipe them all out because they're eating too much. So they yeah. take the babies and they sell the babies. Oh, all right? Funny. So those two babies that this guy had, uh, they had babies of their own. So he's got his own little herd of elephants there in wow. Kenya. Jeez. I'll tell you, I, if you're thinking about getting an elephant. Or getting into the elephant business. Getting a, in, getting a baby elephant. They grow. Be careful, because and 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 the, don't don't you know the, the the shyster guy who sold it to me, he told me it would only get as big as the tank I kept it in. It's a lie. It's a it's a gosh darn lie. The interesting about the planet Earth is that the biggest animals eat lettuce. Right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> The Never thought about it. Just eat lettuce. Yeah. So working backwards. What is it like a blue whale? He just eats like kelp and stuff, right? Yeah. He's krill. Little krill. Little, oh, those are little tiny little, little shrimps. Yeah, he just opens his mouth and he swims around all day. Yeah. A lot. What about giraffes? What do they eat? Giraffes? Trees. And they leaves. leaves. But I mean, <laughs> we'll feed them anyway. We give them Purina giraffe chow. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Do you have a giraffe? I've never had a giraffe. Yeah. Have you ever? I've like, had zebras. You've had zebras? I've had zebras. Well, like in the backyard or something? 
I, I, I literally had zebra. The band yeah. Zebra from Long Island played his backyard. <laughs> I remember those guys. Remember those guys? <laughs> the only way to learn about animals when I was a kid, yeah, I had to do everything myself. I, my, you know, my GED came from the School of Hard Knocks. I right. have no formal education. Right. So I had to get an animal, learn say. about it, then I'd sell it and get another type of animal, learn about it and sell it and go on and on and on and you on. Kind of trade your way up. Now, do you get flack from other animal people about uh, breeding and selling animals? Everybody gives me flack. Yeah. It's part of the deal. People hate me. Right. One girl, one girl comes into my store. She she has a cell phone. She's some blue haired girl. She holds it up. She goes, Mister Marone, can I take your picture? I'm like, sure. Then some pink haired girl comes in. From from no places, you stop chicken animals. She spits in my oh, face. Whoa. <laughs> oh, she threw well, red the paint other, on you. Well, the other one was filming me, so I'm expected to see it on Facebook someplace, but I don't know oh, where they showed it. They were in cahoots. Yeah, they were in cahoots. The film, yeah. the one girl, the, the pink haired girl, spitting on me. How long ago? Was animals, they're animals. Yeah, that was a month ago. I own a pet shop, I sell animals. Yeah. yeah, why are you in a pet shop if you don't like so people selling animals? <laughs> what is the most popular like pet a... in the shop? Do you work the shop every day? You're still in there behind the counter? Well, I'm, not, I'm there, but I'm not working. Well, yeah, I'm right. there. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> I mean, how, how many times can you like you know play with a pet that's parrot why, or something? That's you know? why I'm able to stay married for 30 years because I'm never home. <laughs> secret to success. Yeah. How many animals do you have in your house? People always ask me. My son grew up. People ask him that all the time. Right. And they go, "How many animals do your father have? How many animals do your father?" Have? You know, when he, when he could get pick up girls, he would answer the question with it. You know, otherwise it was right. like we don't violate the zoning laws. That's what he would say. <laughs> That's a good answer. It's a lot. It's answer. a lot. It's a lot. We don't violate the zoning laws. <laughs> what's the What's the uh, pet that you have the most of in the house? Right now we Bed have a lot of birds. Oh, birds. 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 Yeah. Birds. Birds are easy to keep. Birds yeah. Are, yeah. Did you ever see that guy who talks about getting a raven on YouTube? You see that guy? I've had ravens. I yeah. had a great raven named Dante. He had him on TV with me for 10 years. Oh, wow. And he did he die? No, I sold him to somebody who's in Florida who's actually, Dante had babies, you know? Oh, so oh yeah, sure. He, did his, he worked for me, he paid his dues, and I got to retire. Yeah. Keeping ravens is easy, you say. No, like, they're very oh, hard. They're hard, yeah. They're very hard. Have you ever kept chickens? Yeah, chickens are great animals. The problem with chickens is they taste like chicken. Yeah. So you have an, right. you have an animal that's very intelligent, very pretty, right. and we torture them because they taste good. No, yeah. Do you eat meat, Mark? I, I don't eat much of anything, quite frankly, but me not eating meat is not going to solve anything because no, see, I know. This, I'm just the curious. world is full of hypocrisy like that because the most ardent vegan will have a cat. And that cat has to eat meat. Yeah, sure. Okay? Mm. And she will not pay a dollar more for a can of cat food than she can. Interesting. So she, the, the ardent vegan who has this cat, okay, now, if the chickens that the cat ate were allowed to die natural, peaceful deaths in, in quite quaint surroundings, Burial. the cat food would cost $10 a can. Right. But she will not pay that. She will only buy the cat with a $1.99 a can from chickens that have been subjugated and tortured. Correct. So all her beliefs go out the window <laughs> to get a $2 can of cat food. Right. I see. Interesting point of view. So I that's why I have no... I will pay it. I, I have, $10 I don't, a can. I don't give people like that any credit because they're all, yeah. they're all hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I just, mean, if you have a dog, a dog can be fed a vegan diet. Sure. It's very complicated. The dog's not going to be as healthy as it would eat meat, like yeah. it should, right. but it could. But a cat is an obligate carnivore. It has to eat meat. Yes. No way around that. Yes. Yeah. It has to eat chickens. has to eat rabbits. has to eat turkeys. has to eat whatever else they put in cat food. And to make it affordable, those animals <laughs> need to be tortured. Yeah. Otherwise, it's too expensive. Yeah, it's factory farming. It's awful. We should eat, just eat the cat. What is the most delicious Let's animal? Eat the vegans' cats. Get right to the root of the problem. It was found. Tommy mentioned before about the people getting kicked out of the pet store and stuff. There was a big, huge robbery there. 
Is, oh, isn't that true? Where they stole? That was I've been robbed all my life. Can yeah. we talk about that? When you have a retail store, you're always getting robbed. People yeah. rob me every day. Sometimes you catch them. Most often you don't. Listen, I when I rob a store, I'm I'm in and out. Forty five seconds. <laughs> I don't want. Parrots and snakes all over me. It's, it's, it's a mess. Is that what happens? They get like puffy pants and they put it's like, like Pee-wee's her and Pee-wee's uh, Big Adventure when he comes out yeah. to saving all the animals. It's basically yeah. just yeah. like that. Like, puffy yeah. pants. The, the parrot uh, testified against me. Puffy <laughs> pants. That's him, officer. Return state. <laughs> is there? Is, is, can you? Can you get like special like uh, high tech lock gate like, like uh, tanks that won't let them out? It's, Still pitch. There's all sorts of things you can do, but there's always somebody that's going to. Go around it. I mean, people put guns on me. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. All right, here's a gun to my head. All right, here, take whatever you want. Yeah. Move with the parrot. You, you can always make more money, but if you're shot in the head, there's not much you can now, do. Now, wait, about when it. They, they didn't rob the store at night, they, they, this was a live like, robbery with I've people. Had, oh. According to the insurance company, that's a robbery when they put a gun to your head. Yeah. Right. Okay, at night, it's a burglary. Burglary, yeah. Oh. That's how the insurance companies rate it. Right. So, uh, what was the most uh, valuable animal that's been taken from you? Everything. Once I had five monkeys in a cage <laughs> oh, on the no. store. Everything. <laughs> Somebody, that to my somebody <laughs> grabbed the cage, ran out of the door, jumped into a waiting Corvette, and sped away. Oh, wow. Corvette. <laughs> That's awful. That was about 35 years ago. I'll never forget that because they... So where do you think those monkeys are now? They probably sold them Did somewhere. you ever re- recover any of the pets that were stolen? I've never recovered one. Wow. Never one. Never one. You'd think now with the... Well, I guess now with the internet, it might be a little easier if someone spots... The like internet's a, full of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, I, I mean, you can have some exotic things that would be easily... like. I don't know. I'm just selling it. Weird stuff on the d- yeah. dark. Like if you see an elephant for sale, you know that's yours. Yeah, right. <laughs> so if it, only if it's in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. I tagged him. Let me look under his foot. Yeah. It was a ninety-five. M M. But wow. but you know pets though that's one that's the one universal factor amongst all cultures on planet Earth, because you get people from every culture, every country, every economical group, every social group, but they all like animals. Yeah. Right. Okay, they all like animals, and, and, and they'll do whatever it takes to take care of the animals. So it's the one unifying aspect of animals, and we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for people who keep pets, because if you go back, go back like 30,000 years ago, okay? Sure. A bunch of guys like you sitting around a campfire eating a reindeer, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, I'm glad you think so. Christmas Actually, deer, taste, deer doesn't taste good at all. So you got all these guys sitting around the campfire, okay? Now, there's a bunch of wolves hanging around the campfire, too, because they're hoping to get some scraps. Right. Okay, so one guy like you or like you or like you or like Annie or like me throws a scrap to a wolf just because he has an interest in it. And then he makes friends with that wolf for no particular reason. Now, that wolf is following this guy one day while he's hunting reindeer. Okay, the guy goes to, to throw his spear at a reindeer. He wounds it. The reindeer runs away. That wolf runs away, runs after the reindeer and brings it down. Mm-hmm. Everybody ate that night. I was like, wow, you know, maybe we shouldn't kill the wolves. Look how useful they were. Right. Okay. Start to domesticate. So now they found now they found a use for the animal. But before they found the use, the guy that was just feeding the wolf who made friends with it, he was doing it because he had a fascination for it. Right. He didn't want to eat it. He was just fascinated for it. Now think about horses. Right. Okay. No one looked at a horse and said, I can ride that thing. No one, but somebody had some kind of fascination for a horse, made friends with it, kept it as a pet first. Malcolm right. Brenner. Yeah. Then this thought about riding it, then use it. Once they realized they could use it, everybody wanted to do it. Right. Okay, right. so it was pet keepers who actually did this. If it wasn't for pet keepers, then we wouldn't have the technology. Civilizations, culture, human cultures that had no pets did not progress. The yeah. Aztec cultures, the Incas, they really didn't have big animals to make pets out of, so they built themselves up, and then they imploded. 
There's only so much you can do with a llama and a guinea pig, which is all the animals they had in South right. America. Yep. Right. Right. Now, in New Guinea, right, all they had were pigs and dogs. Oh. There's nothing really to do. They have no big animals, so they never really had much of a culture. They didn't really need it. You needed to have animals as pets so you could domesticate them, and that was actually made culture. Then you have an interchange of cultures, and it's all started with somebody like us who like pets who started just learning about an animal for no particular reason that fascinated them. Right. That makes total sense, and it's fascinating to like trace it back like that. I was going to ask you, do you think there's one point, or, like one physical place where there, the, the, the biggest crossroads, the intersection of where uh, the different types of animals exist? Would you say it's Africa, the Galapagos Islands? Like, is there like a one central <laughs> Multiple point? choice? Well, Africa really didn't... There's not many animals you can make pets out of in Africa mm -hmm. because they mostly eat you. Right. Okay. <laughs> it was people in the Middle East... Okay? So a lot of trial and error there. there, was, there were, the wolves in the Middle East are smaller, so they don't eat you. Okay? There's no big cats in the Middle East that can eat you. So... It was in the Middle East that there was animals that you could experiment. You could experiment with goats and you experiment with horses and right. with cows and things. I mean, that's just how we first, got the camel. The first cow, all right. I mean, it's, it's called an oryx. They're extinct now. Huh. But yeah, like some Star Wars it, thing. Right? Yeah, it's it's an enormous. Cow. I mean, how someone could think about milking that thing? Yeah. I don't know. It's like a mega so, cow. <laughs> but somebody had that kind of fascination about it to learn about it, and then you know, with with, with the cow and the horse, that's what made us. Huh. You know, it was, it was the big animals. Are you familiar with the kind of the um, domestication of cats in the uh, Egyptian period? Basically, where He's familiar with everything. Yeah. I'm familiar no, with everything. With the pharaohs, like you know, how, how did that? Do you know how that came about? That didn't really. We had no. We had nothing to do with that. And what's fascinating... The whole place is a litter box. That's how it came about. Look at it. No, but cats are fascinating because cats Beautiful. are the only animal that chose us to be domesticated. We looked at all these other animals and we found a purpose for them. Yeah. But cats just started hanging around the temples in, the, in Egypt because they were eating the mice and rats. Wow. Which was a... That was a, a convenient thing to do. But no one really... You know, the, the pharaoh didn't have like a bunch of guys sitting around trying to figure out how to kill mice and rats. Mm. The cats that were hanging out there, they did that, but people just liked hanging them, having them yeah, hanging they around. They kind of heralded, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice thing to do. So my point is the cat chose to stay with us. They didn't have to. Yeah. Cats are pretty independent. And to this day, the cat is the only animal that can go from a while. I mean, you could have a cat sleeping on your bed. That cat can leave the bed, go outside, go into the woods, and fend for itself, never see a human being again, <laughs> and then choose to turn around and go back in the house and stay in bed right. with you. Yeah. My so, cat. I mean, we've taken it overboard. Now, there's too many cats outside, and they they, they ruin the environment. But, you know, sure. there's always a, a price to pay. But a cat is the only domesticated animal that can go both ways. Sure, sure. And my cat does that on a weekly basis. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I do have snakes. I, I, I was almost eaten by a snake. I just found a snake at work. Wait, wait. Just, you know, wait, wait a second. Time out. Time out. All right, let's back that up. You were almost eaten by a snake. Well, in, in my quest for knowledge, yeah. in my quest for knowledge, let's see what's going on inside this. Thing. Get in there. No, yeah. oh, keep going. I'll hold the flashlight. I've had, I've had many, many, I've had many, many snakes. And snakes are very important to us. If it wasn't for a snake, we'd all be naked walking around the Garden of Eden. Right. This so is true. Snakes are very important. Snakes and doves. If it wasn't for a dove, we'd still be on Noah's Ark. But anyway, so I, I kept snakes all my life. Now, one of the snakes I had was a big twenty-two python named emily wow and one day i came into my store and emily had gotten out of her cage and she was eating a cute white bunny and, and i picked up emily and i grabbed the bunny out of emily's mouth and emily didn't like that and emily started squeezing me and i was pretty much stuck oh man 
Then the guys who worked for me came in. I said, hey, guys, help me out. And they turned around and they ran through the, you know, like the cartoons. Everybody runs through the wall. You yeah. see an outline. Yeah. <laughs> so and then they out. got stuck. So they were gone. So it was just me and Emily. So I sort of, I was, I was tied up with Emily and I, I waddled to the sink like a penguin walls. Oh, man. Holy you were in trouble. Shit. And with my free hand, I was able to turn on the, 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 the hot water bigot and I was able to move my body around so her head was under the hot water and then she let go of me. Oh gosh. Wow. Oh. Man, it was, it was nothing personal. You right. Know, she thought well, I was well, you, you, you were. I think you handled it very well without harming the snake. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, you, the next I step is a, going for the knife, right? I didn't have a choice in my arms were pinned down. There was no knife. There was nothing you could use. Oh, it's, it's amazing that Your arms are totally pinned. My arms are totally pinned. I had one free hand. It happens that quick, man. Really? It happens that quick. And you, have, you have no idea Thanks. how your life flash... I mean, people talk about you know, near-death experiences, mm. but when an animal is trying to kill you, yeah. okay, <laughs> you have all the things that flash in your mind. I was once, someone, once five monkeys trying to kill me. Wow. Five monkeys? Five monkeys? The five same Monkeys. <laughs> was it the five monkeys that got stolen? No, Did monkeys always stolen. travel in fives or something? <laughs> yeah. oh, look at us. No, it was Peanuts, it was My Sammy, Smiley, uh, Mongo, and Samantha. Mongo. Wow. Yeah, and, and who was the ringleader of this uh, murderous plot? It's it was Smiley. <laughs> it's always Smiley. Do we have a sound smiley. drop of Mario? Sing for Wow. So wait. So you were. You wait. Did you like fist fight with like a monkey, or I mean, was it like a knife fight? It, it was a. It was a group of adult capuchin monkeys, and <laughs> I, I was. I was brokering them, and I had to put them in. I was shipping them to a zoo in Texas, and I had them here, and I opened the, the little. Yeah. Squeezed cage door to the cage, and the phone rang. And I went to answer the phone. But I forgot to lock the door, oh. and I turned around. And they were all out looking at me. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> it's like Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it was like Planet, of the Apes. and they all jumped me, and they were all over me. <laughs> <laughs> drunken monkey knife fight. And the only thing that saved me was I had a ski jacket on because I was taking them to the airport, <laughs> right. so it protected my wrists and my neck, so they couldn't bleed me out. <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, they were still able. To, uh, they they bit my hands and face, but you can't bleed to death from that. See this scar? Right. Yeah. That's a monkey That's fight a monkey scar? scar. That's wow. a smiley. Yeah, Moxie had a scar on his forehead from a monkey a, a, attempted murder, yeah. murdering. But anyway, I, I I got myself out of that one too. There's always a story about it. That's, yeah. Man, yeah. It, are there any other times you were near death and like punch a bear in the face or something? <laughs> <laughs> I've had wolves though. Yeah. I've had wolves. I've had leopards. I've had you know you name it. I've had it. Why do you keep put, about. putting yourself in these uh, precarious positions? Well, I learned a lot about wolves. I keep I learning about wolves. I learned about dogs. you haven't learned a thing. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> were you ever scared on the show? I see when you have when uh, like the YouTube videos you were talking about. When they have all those animals in close no, quarters. No, I had a ball on that show. Were, were, I mean, there was yeah, were you ever scared that, that something would eat something else? I mean, you know, you have the cat in the iguana tank, and you're like, I don't want to eat a sixty dollar lizard. No, it was, it was, <laughs> that's all you see is the dollar signs. You don't really I care about the lizard. Carefully scripted. It was. A, I was it? Yeah. Carefully scripted. You know, it was. It was. A, it was a lot of fun because I got to spend time with. You know, I don't have time. To There's spend a with monkey the like like pawing at a, a parrot. Yeah, that was Jesse. And the, but, and, the, and you you're not afraid like nothing. They, they, the, the a monkey could just. You know, pick up the parrot, rip it in half for once, right? And there's monkeys. Jesse wouldn't do that. Right. Smiley would have done gotcha. that. Smiley, <laughs> you know how Smiley's not uh, right, ready for prime time. No, Smiley's <laughs> prime eight. He's hiding. Yeah, Smiley didn't Smiley's belong to after. Yeah, Jesse ready did. For prime eight Smiley. Smiley's driving that Corvette, doing a bump. Yeah. <laughs> Smiley's got warrants out. <laughs> Smiley's at the Green Acres Mall doing donuts in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in Long Island. Yeah, I, I grew up in Cold Spring Harbor. Ah, oh, very home cool. Of, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. But fan? it wasn't a happy childhood because. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask you. <laughs> no, well, go back, ahead, please. Back in the 60s, everybody's father in 
Long Island worker Grumman making the lunar module. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Okay, except my father, who designed dresses for dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. for, for show and tell, Robert just brought his... For show and tell, Robert just brought into show and tell the gold foil that his father gave him to show that they put on the lunar yeah, module. All, I had to bring in yeah. a piece of spandex. <laughs> <laughs> so in the 60s, learning how to take a punch... You should have brought a monkey with his face out of it. In the 60s, learning how to take a punch was part of the curriculum. Right, right, yeah. It gave you a school hard <laughs> knock. Like my dad's involved in the moon landing, too. He's a monkey with a space helmet. But, the bir but birds smiley saved lawyer. me. No, Smiley, no. <laughs> I started bringing birds to school with me. I bring a parrot lawyer. on my shoulder. Really? And all of a sudden, I like didn't get yeah, but I didn't get beat up, and the girls were all over me. Really? Sure. And I was like, "Wow, this is great!" And then one day, this other kid, he was the kind of kid that was you know honors bio, honors math, honors this, you know, varsity lacrosse, varsity wrestling, varsity football, varsity, and and he started hanging out with me. I was like, "What do you want?" He goes, "I want to learn about birds." And I'm like, "All right, fine." <laughs> so anyway, so he's hanging out with me. I'm teaching him about birds, and I get him a cockatiel, and then he brought the cockatiel to school. Boop! The girls all left me, went on to him. Oh, no. That was the end of that. And I met him at the reunion 25 years later. I said, you son of a bitch. You stole my bitch. He <laughs> goes, yeah, you know, all's fair in love and war. He became a gynecologist. Oh, <laughs> oh. Those parrots, they live a long time. They'll be at your funeral. That was laser-focused. <laughs> what, what is the best bird to keep? Is it a parrot? Is it a cockatiel? The best bird is whatever your wife wants to clean up. Right, after. I see. Yeah. And they're messy, right? I mean, they, people messy. forget these animals, they poop. I get all these a lot. journalists from the New York Times, prestigious publication. Mr. Marone, could you please tell us what's the best pet for a child growing up here in the United States mm. these days? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, the best pets, whatever dad wants to buy and mom wants to clean up after. Mom right, wants right. to take care of. The kid's happy with anything with a pulse. Right, right. Next question, Phil from Monkey Fancy. You go. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about your show before. So you had mentioned in the break that you had actually done a lot of work with Martha Stewart. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that was a lucky hit for me because I was doing I was doing the cable shows all the time, over and over and over again. Then one day at 6.30 in the morning, the phone rings, and I answer it, and it's Martha Stewart. Yeah. She goes, I watch, you late, I watch you late at night with the animals cascading all over the table. I goes, I, 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 I know I can do something with you. So wow. it was like a Pygmalion type thing. So she, she comes over and she grabs me and she cleans me up and she talks me how to, teaches me how to talk and teaches me how to do this and teaches me how to do that. <laughs> Social cues. Yeah. And so the next thing I know, I'm working for Martha Stewart on you're, the media. You're in wow. Turkey and Hill. She took, yeah. And I was in Turkey Hill, the most beautiful place in the world. <laughs> wow. What a story. So she calls you up personally at 630 in the morning. Brings you in, and then that you're her like right hand man in terms of uh, TV. Animals. Yeah, we did it for. Uh, I mean, I worked for her for at least twenty years. She still have the Big chow dogs. Oh, she her child. I mean, she had this one child that was great. His, his name was Paw Paw, and I used to bring him on TV with me. And I mean, he was a great. I mean, the he squishy was like, face. Are they squishy. mean? I thought they were like mean dogs. Paw Paw, uh, chows are like music. They're either good or they're not good. Yeah. Oh, cool. And if they're not good, you can't make them good. <laughs> no, yeah, my, if, my, if the song is not good, you can't fix it. You can't make like it that. good. Well, my wife had Nikita, and that thing, you know, that thing was uh, would pin you up against the wall. Not me. But that's the way chows are. They were the greater than not great. All Martha's yeah. chows were great, except for ones. There was one, Empress Wu. She wasn't very good. Empress Wu. What, Empress is, the, what is the worst pet for somebody to have? I mean, you, I know. I could never say that. I've got I've got right. customers with scorpions. You know, right. if it's legal, it's a good pet. If it's not legal, it's a bad pet. Right. Right. Even in New York, so aren't snakes illegal in New York? Certain snakes are illegal in New York City. There's certain snakes you can't keep. But I mean, if it could hmm. kill you, you can't keep it. 
<laughs> okay? Or if it gets too big that you're going to dump it in the park, you right. can't keep it. Well, what about it? Like yeah. something like alligators? Now, let's say somebody like well, me alligators found can a kill snake. You. <laughs> right. They're in the sewer. The only animal that you can keep that can kill you that's legal are dogs. Yeah. Right. People get these giant dogs, and they don't train There's them so many at all. And cat can't kill you, but it really wants to. Yeah. And they, they, I don't understand how someone can buy a dog that's going to be 150 pounds, and don't. And all they do is apologize for it. They don't try and train it all. When I was a kid, yeah, yeah. everybody, we all had our dogs trained to a T. The dogs would walk off the leash. We would stop at the curb. The dog mm -hmm. would sit down. We had contests. We had we had uh, shows. We you trained your dog. Now nobody trains dogs at all. They want to get little tiny dogs that go on wheelie pads in the house. Yes, that's, that's not a it. dog. Or they get a long-haired dog, and they cut off off every month right right it's not a way to be no i i, I don't understand the logic but the, you were know you, that's were you ever a judge at the dog show or anything like that you need some kind of formal education for that. yeah no that's like a highfalutin gig man they don't need mark screaming at the dogs and yeah. stuff on the behind the desk Best of show. <laughs> westminster how much money are you gonna make that what kind of animal gave you the worst bite ever dogs yeah. Really? Yeah. I got bit by a dog. Just, right? That's a numbers game. Did you? You got bit by a dog, man? Yeah. Mario, yeah, Brian? dogs. Dogs and cats, they bite. Through. You get bit by a cat, you're going to the hospital. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, the oh. saliva. I never got bit by a cat. Goes into your skin. Ooh, my really cat bites me all the time, but like playing around. I got bit by my own dog once. I had to walk around with a little intravenous pump on my arm for uh. a week, pumping antibiotics into uh, my arm because I wouldn't go into the hospital. Uh. No, dogs definitely give you the worst. People think that parrots bite the worst. Look, I got all my fingers. You can't see on the radio. All my fingers yeah. are here. No yeah. scars. No, no. no <laughs> parrot ever put anybody in the What hospital. does a parrot bite feel like in your finger? It feels like a pinch. It's like a pinch. That's all. No drama. That's it. Really? Yeah, no parrot it's, ever put anybody in the like hospital. It's not like hedge clippers? Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Shears. Bink. It's gone. You're like, ah, oh, this sucks. That picture. Like, my finger's coming Certain right off. Certain birds of prey, they, they don't bite very hard, but they grab you with their feet. I've had Ooh. I've been grabbed by eagles and stuff. It hurts. Yeah? But Do you ever th consider, like, falconry or anything like that? I haven't been asked to falconer for 30 years. <laughs> really? Wow. You're kidding me. No. Now, wait a second. Let me ask you a question about that. Me don't Bob, you have to, like... Me and Bobby Kennedy. Don't you? Wait, are you, are you messing with me? No. Robert You're a master falconer. Robert Bobby. Kennedy's a master falconer, too. Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. The, the deceased senator. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Bobby Kennedy, the environmental lawyer. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, the, the, the Bobby Kennedy. The son was of a, the deceased senator. Right, yes, okay. The son of the deceased right. senator. Right. Oh, son. Right. Get this bird off of me. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, knew, <laughs> I knew Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> oh, you, so you go falcon, falconing yeah, with I, Bobby I, Kennedy. Well, years ago we did. He's a lot busier now. That's amazing. Now, did you? I, I heard a rumor that you have to catch your own falcon to become a falconer. Is that true, or now, is that a load nowadays of we buy bunk? them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put them on the Amex. See, my friend at work tells me you have to like chase down a falcon and catch it in order to like to get into it. Years ago we would do that. Years ago, Bobby Kennedy and I in. would do that. You go like spear hunting or whatever. Like, how but do you catch a net? Spear hunting. Use a net. <laughs> what <are you> net <laughs> addle addle. Yeah. No. 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 That's use of hunting deer. Now use a net. John loves Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a highly, uh, you know. The best thing about Adelaide is saying an Adelaide. You should tell the people what an Adelaide is. Yeah, John will tell you. Oh, I forget. It's like a big. It's like a stick on a rope, and you throw it, and it wraps around your prey. It's like a nunchuck, kind of, right? Yeah. Sort of like a nunchuck that throws a spear further than your arm could. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Because of the fulcrum, I guess. Of the yeah. So you go out and you grab like some shopping bags, you catch falcons, and then what? Then you put leather jerseys on their feet. You sit there for a day. You make friends with them. How you did you, you caught a falcon back then? Yeah. Well, How'd you do it? That's what, you put nets out. Yeah. You take a pigeon. You take a pigeon. You tie the pigeon to a, a line. <laughs> I'm into it already. Wow. 
Right. Falcon flies. Man, it's very uneventful. Falcon flies to get the pigeon, but the net's in the way. Right. Oh, it's a psych-out trap. Yeah, and then you get the falcon out of the net, and then you take it to the DEC, Department of Environmental Conservation. They look at it. They say, okay, you caught this. This is yours. You got the equipment. They give you a permit for it, and that's it. Done. Holy cow. And what do you get per pound on that? (laughs) Where is that? Upstate New York or something? We used to do it at uh, Fire Island. Oh. Really? And how's the falcon population now? Are they the light and low or something? Now they're everywhere. Back, back, you know, 30 years ago, they were hard to get. Now they're everywhere. That's why I said people breed them, and you, you buy genetically modified falcons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With two heads and shit? Yeah, GMS. This one's got an extra wink. Its bones are heavier. <laughs> How do you gem- genetically modify a falcon? Well, if you, have a, if you have a falcon who's particularly fast... You keep that bird, you cross it with another one. Yeah. Like fast. What, what? So we domesticated them because the, the, the term domestication means that human beings control the genes of an animal. Right. In other words, the animal doesn't breed randomly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we determine which animal... You're telling me a labradoodle doesn't exist in the wild? No. <laughs> Come on. The guy who invented they, the labradoodle, the guy who invented the labradoodle, he's really sad How about, about one of those tiny... Oh, he regrets uh-huh. it? Oh, yeah. Well, what about those tiny lassies? They're not like on a, on a mountain somewhere in the Andes or something? Those aren't real, right? <laughs> It's like tiny lassie. He Tonight would, on Nature, Labradoodle <laughs> Kingdom. Labradoodle. I, I work on the Upper West Side, and every bur- it, it's all crossed. Australia. The fearsome oh, yeah? predator. The fearsome predator of downtown socialites. <laughs> so wait, he he regrets creating a Labradoodle. Stalk his prey. The, they 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 bred guide dogs for the blind. They bred you know Labrador. When we were a kid, guide dogs were German shepherds. But when a blind person with a German shepherd walks up to somebody for directions, they run away. (laughs) (laughs) I figure it's a cop. So when a blind person with a Labrador or a golden retriever walks up to somebody, you give them directions. So that's when they started using that. So they were breeding Labradors in Australia. And some lady in Hawaii asked the guy, look, I I really want, I need a guide dog. My husband's terribly allergic. Now, certain, some people are not allergic to poodles. Right. So yeah, he, yeah. he. So the guy tried to train standard poodles to be guide dogs. It didn't work out. The poodles, they're just too smart for their own good. Yeah. Right. So he started crossing. He figured he would cross the poodles with the Labradors, maybe get a dog that wouldn't shed, wouldn't be allergic. Right. Mm-hmm. So he did that. And of the ten dogs he had, he sent hair samples to the lady in Hawaii. Her husband was a, was not allergic to only two. So my point is, a doodle dog is not automatically <laughs> non-allergic. So uh. any anyway, one thing led to the next. And now we've got people just making Labrador, calling dogs Labradoodles, and people are. They, the ironic thing is that people are paying mega bucks for yeah. these mixed breed dogs, mm-hmm. and there's people who are breeding these dogs because now if you sell Labrador Labradoodles, you don't have to register with the AKC because mm. now to, to breed a dog and be registered with the AKC, it's not easy. You have to keep records. You have to do this. You got to do that. A, a, a breeder who is a member of the American Kennel Club, it's the American Kennel Club. They can pick and choose who they want there. So they'll only allow people who belong to that. Now, if you're breeding Labradoodles, you're not going to belong to any club. You yeah. belong to the club of Benjamin Franklin because right. That, <laughs> right, that's right. how much you're selling the puppies right. for. So let's talk about- 100 bucks a pop. Let's talk about that for a little bit. So, how much you get for thousand dollars a puppy? The cuter it looks, the more they get. Mm, right. And you don't care about adoption, then you're not a. You're not. A, well, I was going to say you must be a proponent of uh, adopting from. Uh, he kill, sells dogs. I, I, no, I don't sell dogs anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Too much drama. But, like, don't, but <laughs> I've, had, to the elephants. I've had a hundred of my own dogs throughout my life. <laughs> Jesus, God. some of them were show dogs. Some of them are the dogs we found underneath cars. Some of them are fake. They right. were. They're, they're, they all stood up under. They they all stood on up on legs. their own. On, right. You know, on their own merit. But the, but you see, in every lifetime, you're allowed only one great dog. And my mm. one great dog, actually, you can see him on TV, is a mixed breed dog named Barney okay. that I got out of the dog pound. 
Right. And that was the one great dog I had. But I've had lots of dogs. But in your lifetime, you're allowed only one great dog. Sure. What do you think about this cloning uh, dogs? Like, uh, what's your name, dude? Oddly yeah. enough, I, that fascinates me because yeah. the clone dogs don't look at all like the dogs that they were cloned <laughs> <from>. <laughs> I said she got ripped off. Bump deal. <laughs> Guy's like, yeah, sure, we cloned them. Here, take these. Just go get some at North Shore. <laughs> get, get out of my office. Yeah, so, so I don't understand that. I have to talk to one of the Koreans that do this to try and figure out why they don't look like why, that. Why, the Koreans corner the market? The Koreans corner the, Koreans the market on dog cloning. Mm. They've got this whole well, place. I in wonder Korea why. They, they corner the <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, what a mystery. You must a be rough, John. You must be a proponent of having people it's adopt true, from, uh, from kill shelters, though, to help uh, spare animals' lives, though, right? The problem with adopting from kill shelters in New York is that every dog in a kill shelter in New York is a pit bull. Yeah. 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 So what? So what they do is down in, in Tennessee and southern southern um, states. There's a lot of poverty, and people. The dogs down there are not pit bulls. The dogs are what people want in New York. They want they people in New York want little dogs that look like Labradors, right. and that's what they get from down there. So the the irony of the whole thing is that the dog people from up here they form a nonprofit. And then the nonprofit is basically a pet store, but people take salaries from it. The profit, is, the company itself doesn't make money. Right. So then they go down south to the dog pounds down south. Rescue. Well, dogs. they don't rescue them. They buy them. Because when you go to the pound, how much is that dog? It's a $50 adoption fee. There's still money changing hands. Right. All right. So they get the dog down there for $50. They bring it back to New York. And now the adoption fee is $500. Uh. So they're still in exchange. So it's just basically a pet store, only they're getting the dogs hmm. from... Down south, so the puppy mills basically move down south. It's a wholesaler. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a wholesaler. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can look at it anywhere you want. Now, if they didn't go down there, those dogs that were in the dog pounds in Tennessee are going to be killed. So they did rescue the dogs, right. but they're still being sold. Right. So they, they they rescued the dogs, but the demand for them to be rescued is there in the first place, and that's why they were right. The demand bred. up here. The, so there's that. So. Or they go to Korea. Man, it's a and whole scam. Dogs in Korea. Right. We rescue these dogs in Korea. They were going to be eaten. Yes. Yeah, and then, All right. Yeah, right. They, they don't speak American. Right. Well, they keep. They just. They just and keep. They come here. So now the Koreans will say, "Okay, we will breed more oh, dogs." Oh, Jesus oh. God. <laughs> yes, that's that. It's awful. If that is that what they say? Yeah. We'll bring right. more dogs to go to America. They're laughing at us. They're laughing yeah. at us. Wait, do you have any experience with this, too, Annie? Like, are, are you like yeah. familiar with wholesaling animals? Do you deal with that? Or? Not particularly, but we do get a lot of. How about do you do it? Do you do a racist Asian accent as well? <laughs> no, I stay away from that. <laughs> See, she's supposed to keep me in line. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. now everybody forgets about me. I'm standing in the back me. watching it, but um. We do get a lot of weird animals, like you said, the alligator before. We never had an alligator, but really? someone called the cops because they thought they found an alligator in Freeport. So the cops run over to go pick him up, and it's just like a six-foot little lizard. So they bring him, and now he's Six-foot little lizard? Yeah. So that's like four-some things. That's small. Whenever yeah. there's but now a, he's hanging out. Whenever there's a uh, an animal incident on the news, do they always, does, they, does the media always contact you <laughs> for a Phone ringing off the hook. Or, oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Well, and you just don't answer the phone. No. <laughs> I always answer the phone. There comes a point where he tells me to stop picking up the phone because there's yeah. too many weird Oh, you're calls. like his personal assistant. Kind of, oh, yeah. Yeah? I have a, I have a and you do everything for him. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Do you cook for him and stuff? Do you have to pick no, out his meals no, no, no. and crap on you? <laughs> Remember, I, I don't know. I have Band-Aids. I'll hold a bird while he files right. a nail. Are you on call 24 hours a day? Like if he gets bit no, by a usually, parrot or something? This is the latest I've ever worked for him. Usually oh, okay. I just but <laughs> Are you getting paid for this right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we might have to reimburse you. <laughs> He'll call me you know, and tell you know, me. I'm not getting paid for this. Right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> None of us are. Andy's the only one getting paid right now. Yeah, really. I walked out tonight. 
he's a woman. So he'll tell me to like, I'll get this customer. I'll go entertain him. Sometimes half my job is to just like keep them entertained so yeah. he can work and do his thing. And yeah, like I buffer. enjoy it because I like talking to people. So right. Right. Do people come into the shop specifically to like, you know, bother him and, uh, you know, take pictures and everything yeah. like that? And then yeah. it's like, oh my God, I'm just trying to. People, people work at a pet yeah. shop doing nothing. And everyone's bothering me. Yeah, I was in the bird room one time and I was minding my own business. I was trying to watch things. When he said people try to steal things before, I used to sit there when I was younger, when I first started working, yeah. and make sure people didn't just grab baby birds off the tops of the yeah. cages. Yeah. So this one guy walked by and he's like following me with his phone. And he's like, oh, I'm taking pictures of the birds. But I was like, I saw myself on your phone. So it's, right. yeah, people oh, are weird. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, that was creepy. It was, it was very creepy. weird. I'd rather steal a bird and get out at that point. I know. <laughs> Speaking of creepy. I'm just trying to patrol the parrot corral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm 16 at the time. I'm just trying to make a quick, you know. Yeah, make a yeah. buck, huh? Yeah. yeah, I started when I was very little. Speaking yeah. of creepy, uh, didn't you told us a little uh, anecdotal <laughs> <laughs> Nice segue, Tom. Yeah, yeah. yeah really. <laughs> <laughs> Mario's here, and he's quite the herpetologist. <laughs> I'm quite a herpetologist myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you had told us a, a little anecdotal story that you used to work for some guy. All named, stories are anecdotal. It, with uh, some guy named Donald J. Trump. <laughs> well, yeah, because remember, I was working for Martha Stewart. And right. then the, Martha Stewart did the show The Apprentice. Yeah. That was run by Donald Trump. Right, correct. Oh. So the I current on, president of so the United on, States. So I was 45. on The Apprentice. But an even better wow. story about that what? was oh. way before that, I get a phone call from Donald Trump's Annie. Uh-huh. And he wanted to buy a pair of Hyacinth macaws. Big you mean Mike Pence? This is Donald Trump's, Trump's assistant, yeah. uh, Ronald Trump. This is how long <laughs> ago. He used to call the post like as himself, his own publicist. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind the clock. He was trying to buy some some what now? He needed me to send two parrots to Gorbachev in Russia. <laughs> Isolate. <laughs> Very ironic. Now. That's like Mueller's gonna be after. <laughs> it was Gorbachev. Yeah. That's a Sicilian that's gonna, message. That's gonna bring him down. The whole, the whole I know. This all Trump. That sounds like a KB, KGB yeah. operative yeah. slang. Yeah. Here's my parrots, Glashnoff and mm. Perestroika. <laughs> Next thing you know, <laughs> an '80s joke. Uh, Donald At the stroke Trump, of midnight. Donald Trump was gifting Gorbachev a pair of parrots. Correct. Go on. That I mean, <laughs> that's where it ended because I couldn't. I couldn't that's do the permit. the wall, to get what did he get for Putin? He brought down the administration. You should write like a tell-all memoir. Yeah, well, I mean, there wasn't a tell. There was nothing bad you about should. it. So it did you just... did you funnel arms of these parrots to Trump to get to Gorbachev? Well, no? I, I, I told him, look, to do this is going to take three months to get the, the documents to do it legally. And, you know, I, I nobody, mean, Mr. Trump doesn't have that kind of thing. Nobody wanted to wait three months. So that was it. Ended so you got right a shoebox, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Gorbachev. That's how long That's ago crazy. it was. That's that like is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so uh, the apprentice, did, like, did you have to come in like with animals and like? Work of course he did. Well, they, yeah, you know, they had him on with it. Uh, you know, I had to make a whole do set do there. Children, a set, little children. Yeah, I had to make a whole pet shop set, okay, for the apprentice. <laughs> and then Martha would walk in with all. With, uh, oh, yes, Bethany Frankel was there before she became uh, yeah. rich and famous. Uh-huh. Frankel. Yeah, so Bethany. So so then. Martha walks in with, you know, all the apprentices of one who was Bethany Frankel at the right. time. And, uh, you know, and I had explained to them that the, the pet business is this kind of industry and there's this dollar amount and there's this. And, and yeah. then, you know, they had to go on their little apprentice job for that particular thing. But it was a whole it was a two days. It was a two day shoot. 
the, the great adventure of, uh, of animals. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know you worked on that show. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, what was the What was the bit? The, they had. A, I don't know. Was, then they had to go. It's like who could ever wrestle this snake wins no, the apprentice. <laughs> whoever could. <laughs> whoever could talk some poor celebrity into donating enough money for this animal charity. Yeah. Brett Michaels. Like somebody had to go talk to Merv Griffin. Had somebody had to talk to Paul Sorvino. Merv Griffin. I thought he was dead. <laughs> Paul Sorvino was on the apprentice. <laughs> you got to talk to Paul. He doesn't like to use phones. Paul doesn't like to move. Stay away from the junk. You never use phones. You still live in Rockville Center now, don't you? Is oh, that yeah, so, I still yeah, live so you, I, I forgot. I was I asking anybody you grew up in. Have you, do, you, do you still live with your parents? <laughs> they threw me out when I was 18. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. There's like six million animals. How many animals do you have in your house, Annie? Um, I have two. I have two parrots. All right, there you go. But that's like the tip of the iceberg. When I was Excellent. Younger, two I pets. Very good. Thing. That's the way to go. It was my dad's sure like, worst nightmare. <laughs> what about all your cats? What? Oh, oh, oh I do. Because oh. those aren't mine. Those are like my family's. The two birds are mine. But it was kind of like my parents' worst nightmare <laughs> when I started working for him. Because then I started bringing things home all the time. I'd come to work and come home with someone else. Or like right. someone would. Give I only have two parrots in my house, but the, the seventeen capybaras are uh, <laughs> my roommates. Yeah, yeah. No, I got bit on the face by a snake one time. Oh. I came home. It was like the proudest moment of my dad's life. I, he wasn't like I was like oh I got bit at work today and he wasn't like oh dear God no he's like oh really like tell me about it he was like taking pictures send it to his friends and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe this will scare us straight <laughs> yeah the animals have been involved since I was very little and then that's kind of how I got to Mark yeah so we like to play a little game here on the show there's no uh, romance going on here right? Mark's a married man yes I was not going to divulge that on the air right? <laughs> I, could be, I, I know three times over. <laughs> no I meant between me and you I, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I struck out again. <laughs> I was talking to Mark. <laughs> People say, how do you look so young all these years? I go, because I'm surrounded by beautiful women all day. Nice. And animals. Yeah. I've had a customer ask Mark for my hand in marriage because he thought I was his daughter. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, one of like, over client from overseas had come over to look at the store like and buy some stuff. And Saudi he, shake or something? Or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Middle East. Yeah, and he asked Mark, oh, your daughter, like, what, what's her situation? And then Mark's like, oh, no, no, you can have her. Not, not literally. <laughs> she come with elephant. Yeah. So then for the next couple weeks, you he would mail excellent. us tea and little cookies and gifts for me in the mail. Wow. Well, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, so it was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you should, be, you should be in a cage in that store to keep the creeps away from you. I know. Well, Mark, if you know what's good for you, man. I sign papers. Take the girl, too. <laughs> little spray bottle. Oh, there's plenty of creeps. I remember, remember the guy who... who Picked up that piece of paper and said, oh, you dropped this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this, like, father was there. Try to take a picture up your skirt, probably, or something. Oh, God. No, he would at least talk to me, and he'd be like, oh, what's your name? Like that. I was like, oh, my name's Annie. Like, you're, you know, he's like, oh, what's your situation? At the time, I was 18, and he knew that because I told him. Yeah. And then... You were he used 17. To come in, I was 17. He used to come in with his daughter, and I was like funny with the daughter because she was little. I would help her hold things and whatnot. And I thought, oh, he's just bitch. a nice guy bringing his kid in. And then one day, he, like dropped something on the floor and he's like give it back to me he picked up he's like oh you lost this and I was like what and I guess his number and he's like with a little uh, winky face oh, yeah, so oh, I wow. was like you're like 15 <laughs> with like easy killer a daughter like no easy hammer it's very uncomfortable but they get yeah. a lot of this so she goes and goes oh, oh yeah. do you want me to babysit I was like yeah 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 <laughs> this, this was like no. a long time ago and I was like oh is that like what you want and he was just like oh no 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 and I was like your daughter is right there like a little blonde girl like cute and I was like go on you're very no yeah you dropped your parrot it's got his number on it. Tell Gorbachev Sometimes they get cute customers off. They're like, you know, it's not like the worst thing in the world if they're, you know. Uh, oh, so it has panned out for you. Yeah, in the past, yeah. That's great. <laughs>
Well, you she... met your current boyfriend in the pet store? Is that no, what you're trying no, to tell us? I don't have a boyfriend now. Oh, okay. I'm doing my own thing. All right, good. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. No, she's the, the future of your, the face of your business uh, growing <laughs> forward. You know, once one day when you retire in a rocking chair, <laughs> yeah. she'll be on, uh, on TV for you. Yeah, I used to say, that, like, oh, I think I want to work with animals because I went to school for criminal she's justice. She's your Bindi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I always wanted to do something with the crocodile hunt. That guy was my hero. Was he? Yeah, I was going to ask you about him. When he died, it must have crushed you. We got very close to doing it. I had a whole segment planned. I had. Did you meet him? It, it never got that far yeah. because of, yeah. because you know yeah, he lives six million hours. He no, lives on the moon basically. He was in the United yeah. States, right. but the, you know when he's when you're doing something like that, you're on a tour. And Martha Stewart, we were going to film in the Martha studio, and it was too far from New York City right. to incorporate it into the two days that it was going to be in the United States. Didn't do a city show? No, it was Martha's yeah. studio in Westport. <laughs> then oh, we started the shooting it in my pet shop. Oh, uh, you know, we got too much to do with Martha Stewart Studio in Westport. Then she did. Oh, we did it in the studio in Manhattan too. That was so much work schlepping the animals into the city. So in the end, we just ended up doing it in the pet shop. But that was a lot of work too. The whole yeah. thing was just a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, it's a lot. It's Which like one? this show. Can we FaceTime Martha? It was just. Can we FaceTime Martha, <laughs> we we FaceTime Martha Stewart? I don't think that's going to happen. What's the difference? It's a radio she's show. A good, <laughs> she, she's she's doing all right. She sells yeah. a lot of stuff on QVC. She yeah, does I always liked her. Snoop. Yeah. Right, right. You, but, I mean, you know we had a guy in the show. She's in her 70s now. Mark, you you don't drink or do any drugs or anything like that? No, I grew up in a Guinea family that, that oh. uh, burnt. No, no. I could say that. You said we could say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. Sure, you can say whatever you want. Guinea standing <laughs> right behind Your funeral. I can't, I can't drink because of my grandfather. When I was a little kid, <laughs> everything was the Flintstones. You never think to call me grandfather. Everything was the Flintstones. At <laughs> uh, first, on the Flintstones, they drank cactus juice. Right. Yes. Then Welch's grape they juice. They subjugated became... the pets and used them as slaves. They were no, the record Welch, player. Welch's grape juice became the, the sponsor. And then so they everybody drank no. grape juice. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when you were a kid, you got the grape Chester. jelly glass with all the Flintstone characters on it. I remember, yeah. So I now I'm a little kid sitting on the, the table, and my grandfather's playing cards with all my uncles, smoking cigars, drinking the wine they make mm -hmm. and the wine looked just like grape juice so i sure. looked at it and they it said, is it's old grape juice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look like welch's grape. so they it's been, so, it's been next no. to a radiator for <laughs> uncle gilbert said to my grandfather give the kids some so i had this idea that it was grape juice i took a sip and the shock of the alcohol on my head that was it. I never drank oh, no. anything after that. Wow. That was it, huh? That, that it. happened to me 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you've always been a straight guy since. Never never drank since. Not so, since I was six no. years old. No smoking? <laughs> no smoking pot? You high? No, not at all. <laughs> you high right now? You well, want the, edibles? The, bird, the seeds are very good for birds. <laughs> Is it really? Well, are they, the what, seeds? like hemp seeds or something? It's called hemp seed. That's yeah. also called pigeon candy. What, what that's that what they eat? Yeah, it's called pigeon candy. It's very good for birds. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I was an exterminator like 20 years ago, they used to have this stuff, and obviously they're not allowed to use it anymore. It was called Avitrol, where they give it to the pigeons, and it would like make them trip out yeah, and, and spin lose their... Yeah, they spin all over. That's the problem with being an exterminator. Now, the stuff that works is all illegal. Right. So right. exterminators, basically, they can't do too much anymore. Right, yeah. But it is nice to see, like, you know... Somebody saw a frog around here. I haven't seen a frog in this neighborhood in 30 years. I'm upstate like crazy, man. And, you know, I'm seeing birds of prey flying in the sky and stuff. I think the pesticides, that has something to do with it. I think so.
but I, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Well, not really. What happened? <laughs> Thank you. Please just okay. set me straight. <laughs> when we built all these houses, we killed everything. Mostly. There was nothing left. But yeah. nature has a way of healing itself. Mm. So the houses are here. The bushes are bigger. You know, th- th- there's a little bit more habitat. And, yeah. and nature will reclaim itself to the best of its ability. Right. I mean, you'll have raccoons in your backyard. You'll have I had them last night. Big one. You know, but there's certain things you can't. You can't have eastern box turtles in your backyard. There's certain mm-hmm. things you can't have because the habitat's not there. Yeah. But the habitat's there for raccoons and possums. And I've never seen snakes in this neighborhood. And by this guy's house, there I see garter snakes at night. Mm-hmm. One little, you know, they're small, maybe ten inches long. Actually, those are decayed snakes. Are they? They, why would there be snakes in Queens, and why are, well, are they always in front of this guy's house? Decay snakes will live. They live underground and eat earthworms. So right. we have that habitat ah. here. You can't have garter snakes because garter snakes live near water and eat frogs. Right. Oh. And they could these these what are they called? Decay. D e k a y. Decay snakes. They can survive the winter and all that stuff. Yeah, they just burrow down. And that's it. They're Here's fine. another invasive species, which I'm, I'm sure that's you know all too. about. In this place, and there's one. There's a huge nest uh, just yes, around sir. the block. Are the monk parakeets? Do you yeah, know about there's these? A, there's, a, there's a big story how like they got loose at Kennedy it, Airport. That's all horseshit, right? It's all horseshit. <laughs> they've, they've literally been around since the '60s. Right. And yeah, they, they they just got all the attention now, though the monk parakeets. Well, I oh, saw them last yesterday. Um, because they. they Travel around. Sometimes it's two, and sometimes it's two hundred, and, and they're, they're like it just in the tree over there. You hear them before really? you see them. But they're what's squawking about the mother effort? They're not an invasive species. Right. An invasive species no, takes a, the, the monk parakeet took over the habitat that was vacated by the Carolina parakeet. Ah. There was a native parakeet to North America, the eastern coast, called the Carolina, and somehow in the eighteen hundreds. We were able to shoot every single one with shotguns. <laughs> we're good at that. Yeah. None left. Shot. None left. This is bird six inches long, and people with shotguns in the 18th, they killed every single one. <laughs> I don't know how people can do that. How do you do that? <laughs> I remember there was a story of survival where I think it was the whale ship Essex where the whale hits the boat and these guys get marooned and half the anyway half the survivors end up on an island they ate right they they end up eating each other but the guys on the who went to the island and didn't stay on the boat ended up killing every seagull on the island within a day (laughs) they completely ate all the turtles and seagulls in one day (laughs) (laughs) and then they were stuck on the island it's like meat on that sucks So, Mark, we like to play a game in the show. There's a, an apocryphal story about a cat who single-handedly wiped out a species of bird. <laughs> yeah, on a little mm. island. It's yeah, a type it's of wren. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What, ab- what about that? Is it these invasive species? You know what? I, I can't, you know who I can't stand? I can't stand the European starling. Oh, yeah. Crap or not crap, the European starling. Yeah, they really, they really have no place. The European starling was brought to the United States by some Bas- people from British. Shakespeare. They wanted every yeah. bird from Shakespeare. Right. And Those birds are jerk offs. They, they, they really are. They really are horrifying. They, they, they have no. They, they, they displaced the eastern bluebird. They've done so much damage. Right. But my point is, the Quaker parrots lived here. They didn't do anything bad. The Quakers yeah. are great. Yeah, no, they, the Quaker they didn't do anything bad. But, but every other. Falcon. No, they're fine. And you know, they just they build these hardy nests out of these thick sticks. <laughs> Cats, cat. I see winter birds start coming back around. I see blue jays around. I see uh, I see I see the black capped chickadee, which I've never seen before around here. Yes, yeah, because the trees are bigger, and some of the trees are starting to die, and they need that kind it's of, more of like environment. A Boston thing, right? Like a New England. But, cat, but, but cats are incredibly adaptive, aren't they? I, I saw something on PBS once that there's actually cats living in in Antarctica. 
And, uh, what? For like a hundred years. <laughs> like the commune? Yeah. Like what are they, the the jazz band? Like there's cats living there? They were dropped by a, by a frozen man on an island. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's, I think they live off penguins That always makes me laugh because people say, oh, I can't bring my cat to California. I can't bring my it's cat. It's too There's hot. It's going to be, gonna be yeah. so scared. I, I go, lady, think about the people in the covered wagons right. going from yeah. New York to California. They had cats with them. They had dogs with them. They had all these animals sure. with them. Sure. And they did just fine. Your right. cat can go on a plane for three hours to Florida. Yeah. Of course. Uh, well, when I found this, I meant to tell you, I found this snake at work, right? Yeah. It's about a it's my rep. 15 inches long. It's a baby, either boa constrictor or python, and I don't know. You, you'll have to identify it for me later. <laughs> if you're not busy. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I brought it home like an idiot. I put it in a what? tank. Is that, I got it, yeah. is that what's in the tank? Yeah. I saw that. Bring it in here. <laughs> what was I going to do? Leave it at work in a cup? These guys just it's left it in a cup. Ball python. That's what I think it is. That's what python. I think. Yeah, and it does like to curl it in a ball. Oh. They do that when they're scared. They just turn into a little ball. They're Whoa. the least threatening right. things on Earth. Oh, okay. It's yeah. the most boring they're, snake on planet Earth. Is it? Cool. That's what I want. I want less excitement. You, you should keep them. They're you, really good. Are you feeding it anything? I fed him today. He, he This is his second pinky mice. He ate it like no problem. He's feeding him how food. I gave him a, a frozen mouse. I thawed it out. Oh, dude, I got... Wait a minute. We should get into business. I just caught seven mice upstate. I can start bringing them down for you every week. Well, you got to wait. You, you cannot... Mark will tell you you shouldn't feed the mouse, right, Mark? I, I shouldn't feed the snake. I started anything bigger I, than it's the width of it. You started that, started whole that frozen rodent thing for snakes like thirty. Did you? That was you. What a scam! I had a rattlesnake <laughs> at the time, <laughs> and it, I was horrified. Who keeps a poisonous snake? Well, I did. I had one of my rattlesnakes. <laughs> you have a death wish, man. You had a rattlesnake. I had a lot of snakes at the time. Rattu. So my, my point is, though, think about this. I would put a, a rat in the cage with a rattlesnake. You want to avoid those. The, the, the rat would be horrified. The snake would bite the rat. But the snake would wait until the rat died and yeah. became cold. And mm -hmm. then it would eat it. Right. I was like, ah, so, mm, why do I have that? Yeah, remember, in the 70s, it was the movie Willard, okay? Yes. With, yes. And, with Ben and Socrates. I, I remember I the remake rats. with... Um, um, you What's love his name? Yeah, they banged with Michael Jackson and everything. So I, I love rats. So I was like, I, I was like, gee, you know, the, the whole the, family's rats. The snake They're would actually very smart. The snake would yeah, bite and wait until it died. And then I realized when a boa constrictor grabs an animal, it strangles it, squeezes it, waits till it dies, mm -hmm. and then eats it. Right. So it's like mm. these animals, they don't, you know, they don't want to eat it while they don't it's alive. Want a hot cooked right. meal. Yeah. So then I started giving them dead rats and mice, and they started eating it, and everybody laughed at me. Now everybody does it. Right, oh, I was okay. I, I was I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is going to be the biggest challenge. The thing's not going to eat because I had garter snakes when I was a kid. I had to force feed them goldfish. It was a whole nightmare. I'm like, oh, this thing's not going to eat. It's not going to eat. It took like a bite. It thing took another bite and it choked the whole thing down. Two seconds, yeah, great. And it did the second mouse. one tonight. Wow. What is the difference between a boa constrictor and a python, Mark Marone? Boa constrictors have live babies. Pythons lay eggs. Uh, you're good. You're good. Wow. So you're That's doing just your one homework. difference. There's lots of other differences. <laughs> well, <sure. laughs> Correct. So we like to play a game here Story on Life of the Bride. What is it? Now, if I have a ball python, how long is that going to grow? It'll be about as long as your arm and as thick as your arm. Whoa. Yeah, all right. I could deal with that. It's not going to. If it's a reticulated python, it's going to eat me, right? No, Emily was a Burmese <laughs> python. That's the one that tried to eat Yeah, what color is it? I bet you it's a cool color or something. Oh, yes, yes. That's domestication. That We've domesticated ball pythons to be different colors. Yeah. Now, if I get bitten by the baby snake, is it going to hurt? 
Everything hurts. Yeah, but I mean, hey, give me a scale, a scale of one to ten. You got a power. I'm hurts. from Queens. I'm afraid to pick the what thing up, but I know I need to handle it. Quick something? pinch. Quick fit. pinch. That's what yeah. the like a doctor when he gives you a shot says. We Everybody had a hurts. seven foot boa that I held a couple months ago. It's, I, I'm trying not to associate my hand with the food. I put here's a thing, yeah. and but I, if I'm he's they're so sight sensitive when you put your if he, your your movements, uh, the, it follows you like a hawk. You're like, oh man, this thing's ready to go. And I, I'm just—I just don't want to get hurt. Snakes are pretty successful. I just don't want to get hurt again. Snakes have no eyelids, no ears, no arms, That's no sucks. legs, and only one lung. Yeah, they, they do pretty. Yeah, but these guys got two cogs. Teeth face backwards, so you can't pull your hand out. Oh no way! Would you give up your legs and uh, for two penises? That's the question. <laughs> well, you should know what to do if it bites you. How do you get it off? Yes. Yeah. Oh, what I do is I I, I, I I waddle over to the sink and put hot water in a tank. There you go. He learned uh, something. That's <laughs> that's my goal is to teach people something they never knew before. I'll dump hot water right on that bastard. He tries fighting me. I you know I've lived forty three years. I got shit to do. I can't be busy being bit. You're getting the hot water, buddy. So, Mark, we like to, we like to play a game on the on the show. It's called Crap Not Crap, and usually it's a list of bands, and you just simply say if they're crap or not crap. But for you today, we're actually going to play a variant on the game where we're going to have you just lead you read you a bunch of animals, and you just say if they're crap. He's going to say they're all not crap. He's the animal guy. I'll, I'll do, like I'll I'll do my purple. best. I don't yes. like European starlings. Right. Okay, see, there you go. <laughs> Screw but, them. But actually, we're going to take it a step further. So I don't like tits. What about those grackles? They come like two hundred. <laughs> kind of bird. The tit is a kind of bird. Tit, tit <laughs> mouse. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're not. You don't like the tit. It's called the great. No ticks. Ticks. Oh, like oh, ticks. Oh. Yeah, you don't like ticks. Bed bugs, right? I thought you were about birds. Boy, right. I tell you, that's the crowd I'm in. Right. I say but ticks, and I run out. I, th I, I just was. <laughs> I heard what was. I was. I don't know what let's, I heard repeated. Step further, uh, on the actually. radio, I think you're supposed to say boobies. Boobies. Right? Boobies. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a different kind of. Let's take it a step further. So Ryan actually likes to play another game. It's called Can It Swim? Uh -huh. So we're going to quiz you with these animals, and you're just simply going to guess <laughs> if that animal can swim or oh, not. That's a good one. Right. Yes, he knows everything. You, know you everything. think you know everything, but do you know can if it can swim? <laughs> Damn it. Where's the theme song? Can it swim? I don't have a just theme song. Just about every animal can swim except apes. That's right. No, that's actually <laughs> you win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> that's the right answer. Judges... Thanks for playing Can It Swim with Mark Burroughs. What, what about a hippopotamus? <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we start. First question, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Can it swim? Duh. Okay. Next. What's your answer? <laughs> of course they can swim. Wrong. Sir. Well, they they don't can swim. definitely <laughs> swim. They walk on the bottom, but they, they bounce, can swim if they, they have bounce to. In water, they bounce in the water. According yeah. to Ryan's yeah. Wikipedia, it says no. They do. Uh, no. Some <laughs> animal expert you are. Uh, what about the sloth? Sloths can swim. They sure can. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good at it, too. Good job. What about the uh, camel? The camel? You know something I don't know about that. <laughs> I think long and hard. Camel has recent. The myth that they this cannot might swim be the has straw. recently been debunked. Deer can swim. And they can swim, yeah. in fact. Yeah, I would imagine if an elephant can swim. If an elephant can swim, a camel can swim. Yeah, I, elephants are beautiful swimmers. Swim. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, oh, they yeah. do the right. elephant stroke. <laughs> you saw a turkey swim? That's called drowning. <laughs> what about a moose? It's just because it was alive when it was moose animal. are practically right, aquatic. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, moose could tear through some snow too. Bullwinkle can't swim. All right, here, here's the here's the steely Dan of can it swim? A hamster. Oh, it definitely can swim. Yeah, really. A hamster oh. can swim. <laughs> Marriage says inflates his cheeks. <laughs> I thought they sink right to the bottom. No, they go across the surface like that. Scoot away. But monkeys can't swim. What? Monkeys can swim, but apes can't swim. Yeah. Well, what about gorillas? 
Gorillas and ape, they can't swim. Really? They'll wade through water, but they can't swim a what, stroke. What about a duck? Actually, the Bronx Zoo lost its most valuable gorilla in 1958, right in front of everybody. They built they, they built this beautiful gorilla Swimmy. habitat. They had a moat around it. Mongo's the gorilla, the six feet This full-grown male gorilla falls in the moat and drowns in front uh, of everybody on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, see, you can, you can have all the power in the jungle. And all the might and everything, and all it takes is you fall in like a foot of water, and it's all over. Oh, I catch my mice upstate. Drown them. <laughs> you, you go to you live, you live uh, sixty-five years. You go to sleep and you die in your sleep. That's one animal I never got. To, I can't really? the orangutans and chimps, but never a gorilla. You never went out with like Jane Goodall and uh, experience. Went out with it. With no. the, <laughs> she picked them up in the Volkswagen worked, and they hit the I've Sahara. Worked, I worked with a lot of <laughs> chimpanzees back in the seventies. We were all trying to teach them to talk with their hands. The apes. Yes. So we all thought we Sign were like we, we all thought we were on this great thing. <laughs> oh, we're gonna teach you. But they really didn't talk. They asked for they would ask for a drink. They'd ask for a hug. They'd right. ask to play. Wow. I mean, all they really did was beg for things. Have you had bear in, bear encounters? Because I've had one yeah, or two. I've had a few bears. Yeah, but li- wild bear encounters. No, these were all tame bears. Yeah, well. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I was hanging out at the Moscow Circus. We just, we just completely blew over the fact that he was bummed out that they taught gorillas to speak, but the gorillas had nothing to offer. <laughs> we also just missed That's the way The guy who translates the dolphin language finally 50 years from now, it's going to be like, I like water. <laughs> Can, may I have a fish? Thank you. <laughs> they were going to impart the wisdom of the universe. Oh, we thought, we thought you would have the secret to climate change, even <laughs> you idiot! I just want to fish. I like water. Exactly. That's what you're talking. I like swim next to whales. I jump around once in a while. It's fun. This one loves hugs. <laughs> give a shit. I swim from Hawaii to Australia. I give a shit. Okay. That's exactly what the chimps would say. They would, they would, they would want a drink. They want a hug. They want to play. And they go back to sleep. That's it. What else is there? That's life. That's every animal's life, and that should be our life. Instead, we put on suits and go to work. My chimps' hands. So, what about the Moscow Circus? Oh yeah, gloss over that. Thank you. There was a little Russian guy there. He must have been about four feet tall, and he Putin. and he was we're all gonna die. And he was in charge of this gigantic bear named Gosha. And, and Gosha was the, was the biggest thing I've ever seen. And this little this little guy was like four feet tall, and Gosha did whatever he wanted to. And like, Gosha had a, a, a muzzle on him. And, and I says to him, okay, what does the muzzle do? And the guy goes, watch this, muzzle do nothing. And he, 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 made, he made a Excellent movement with his hand. And Gosha took the muzzle off. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> was, muzzle just for show. Oh, that's fucking... <laughs> that's funny, man. But this bear did whatever he wanted. <laughs> and the bear did it for fun. You know, people think, oh, they, they torture. Maybe they do. But this bear did everything for fun. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a bear ride in a motorcycle sidecar in Russia. There really is, like, no shortage of talking about animals. You could There's just no, something about forever. everything. I told you it's a universal constant among every culture on planet Earth. Wow. It's amazing. Well, Mark, we actually have to go to a break in a sec. But, Do we? Uh, well, Mark, we're talking, speaking go with... Back. I gotta go back to Rockville Center. I have to go to the airport and pick up birds. Oh, do you really? What kind of bird? What are you picking up? Uh, Mario has a question. Audience member question from the audience. Yes, sir, in the front. Pleasure. You're like a childhood hero. (laughs) Woohoo! What do you think about all these things now? The circuses are all closing because nobody allows tigers and elephants in the circus anymore. When you go to Europe, you see a good old-fashioned circus where animals are just. The rich people rule the world. If the rich people say no more circuses, there's no more circuses. Doesn't matter what I think. She's skirting the question. Get on the microphone. No one can hear what you're saying. Are you saying it's the Rothschilds? Or like, what, what's the deal here? What, give Should us the, the animals answer. animals be free to serve us as humans? <laughs> <laughs> Mario wants a moral out. 
Again, again, it doesn't matter what you or I think. It doesn't matter how many people are out of jobs. It doesn't matter. That well, what animals, do you think? We want to know. It, it, it doesn't yeah, matter because the rich people rule the world. Do you think circuses are good or bad? Do you think zoos are good or bad? Crap, I, I, I think that's a cultural institution for bazillions of years. And remember, it was, taking, it was training these animals and keeping these animals that made us what we are. Yes. So now you're just gonna throw it out the window because we got what we wanted. Count counterpoint. Go ahead. What do you think, Annie? I hate circuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, what? I th- yeah. She cries. I think it's so. No, I think it's so sad because I think I don't know. I I don't zoos. I think are a little bit better, but I I don't know. Circuses make me sad. Well, zoos are yeah. not better than circuses. And if they're traveling, I feel like it's stressful. Should be more like I don't know. Soleil, focus on yeah. I think there's yeah. too much that can go wrong when you keep animals and force them to do a certain thing. Right, totally. especially when we're all on the same train. Why don't we put you on a barrel and whip you? How about that? <laughs> That's a Mario circus. A good old fashioned circus. <laughs> we beat the animals. We beat the animals and we pull them around. Step right up. Well, thank you guys for inviting um, me. Mark, go. thank you so much. And, uh, Mark, and uh, plug, you have something to plug, man? Yeah, just come cool. out. Cool. Oh man, we 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 can't thank you enough for for stopping by, guys. It's so Annie and Mark Marona, an animal expert, and uh, just a, a pleasure to talk to. Thank you, you so much. You have a website that you people can go to? Come on. No, yeah. I don't want anybody going to my website. <laughs> he doesn't want anybody doing anything. All he wants to do is sit in the shop, be left alone. Don't go in there and take a picture I, with him. I paid my. Uh, don't spit on me. Don't spit on him, and don't um, uh, sexually harass Annie in any way in the shop. Please stop it. If you would like to buy an animal, go in there and purchase one and then be on your freaking way. Yeah. All right, yeah. pal? Hit the road. Let's give it up for thank Mark you. It's Mark. There he is, Mark. Annie. Man, Mark, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll be back right after these words.
the ground like making a sound The smell of death is all around And at night when the cold wind blows No one cares, nobody knows I don't want to be buried In a pet cemetery Thank you. Muscle Shoals over here. It's traffic, weather, poker, and Mets talk on the fours. Live from the barrage. Uh, Mark Marone, that guy. That was fun. What a guy. That was fun. Gregory Prim. Uh, Pete's gonna look up the songs for you. I got you, Greg. Don't worry about it. Bother me. Hey, how come I go inside my kitchen and there's a giant bottle? How come there's no pizza in there? I'm overmodulating. Overmodulating. Hello. Check one, two. When the green eye this blinks. Thing, forget it. Yeah. I was. How come I go into my kitchen? Why are you standing next to me? <laughs> Ryan gave me his spot. We're switching. It up. That's not how this thing works. He missed you. How come I go into my kitchen and there's a giant bottle of vodka open with a glass? My house is not a fucking free-for-all bar, man. Bring your own shit. I have Why a I consulted? I know. You know, you really should get the better shit than the shmimmer. And then, <laughs> and then you complain. You sky. have to speak it to the microphone. It's only show million. It's all the way up here for Ryan. Like, well, oh you, he just uh, the whole thing's falling apart. This uh, is not a free for all, man. I don't go. Get, and then you're complaining that people took three cigarettes from you at a wake. You're screaming at me. Oh at a wake? God, they didn't take three. You just <laughs> went into my house and took my vodka. <laughs> three at a wake was straight. my favorite '90s I sitcom. Said to your wife, I came from my presidential duties. I have nothing to drink. Can you please help me? And she uh, me a here we go. Get out of my life. You know I'm your right hand man. I save you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that how it works? You're the one. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> now Pat's got to fix I'm his Pat. microphone. I'm Pat. Thank you, Pat. I see who's on my right. I'm like fun. I'm blind in one eye. Boy, Vey. Here's Boy, Mario, everybody. Up. There he is, and uh, he's quite the herpetologist himself. What's going on, Mario? How you been, brother? I I came from a presidential duties. I'm quite that a herpetologist my myself. <laughs> hero. That was a you know that guy for real, huh? It was you great. Guys had a great interview, and that guy is funny. Yeah, he's good, and he goes on, which is good for me because I don't have to do much work. He's yeah. He loves animals. He's seasoned. He also loves animals. Should be free to serve in a circus. You have to speak into that microphone. I'm, 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 Ryan, why are you doing this to me? Right, Everyone right, back to your own place. Switch, switch, switch. I've had it. Bye, John. I tried. All right. We tried. We can't say we didn't try. I tried. I can't shake him off. I can't. Thank you. you now, I can't hear Ryan. I can't hear Mario. The whole thing's gone to hell. We're really loud. Quick cock to shred it. You still got me, John. Perfect. That's all I really want to get. 
He also loves Gorbachev, apparently. He was smuggling <laughs> monkeys to fucking ask. <laughs> his, que- his answer to the question is like, so which animal is the dumbest? Everyone! Which animals are smartest? Everyone! Uh, how many animals have you sold? All of them! How many animals do you have in your house? A lot! I invented feeding rabbits the <laughs> snakes. No, he invented the frozen oh, the, snake. The, the yeah. pinkies. Yeah. The pinkies that I'm feeding my snake. All animals can swim. He forgave the snake because <laughs> it was just looking for a knot. Mario, uh, let me try your microphone there. Try. Hi, John. There right. we go. Um, this is better. Okay. Now you can turn it uh, off. Excuse me. Are you... Are you um, I, I didn't have him come down and uh, identify my snake. <laughs> John, we've had, a Charlie Rose we have built it's not a, a metaphor. home. <laughs> He's picking up Portland Mario is nice enough to give me a, right a bunch of uh, snake, uh, t- uh, a tank, and a bunch of stuff. And uh, the, I, the we, we, have, we have them all set up nice. Why do you have snake accoutrement? When I went downstairs <laughs> and I saw Aiden sitting by the light, the amber light of the snake tank, it reminded me of my childhood youth. I had a flashback. Every boy should have a snake in his basement. And, uh, and, uh, and the know, amber light. Everybody else would stay out of uh, me trying to bond with my son. That's what I'm saying. The, uh, the L- <laughs> The, wow. amber, the amber light of the snake tank is my favorite Velvet Revolver song. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that song. Rest in peace. Weston. West in peace. West in peace. West in peace. Actually, I got to say, I wanted to bring up... West in peace, the final tour. I wanted to bring... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We're using that next door. Buy a poster. <laughs> I wanted to bring up a Mario. Story. Yeah, a floor mat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a Mario story of Snowball, your bunny that you tried to off at a Flushing Meadows Park. But then oh, I have a whole list here. Mario Google Snowball. Uh, the most humane way to kill a turtle. What? Uh, eating Soup. your pets. Pro or cons. Uh, my, Smash against the wall. What is a golden tegu? And uh, how come you should never tegu. handle one without hockey gloves? Are you, are you having a stroke? Oh, these are questions you had for the guest. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the humane way? Why would you ask? What's the most humane way to, to kill a, a few turtles? <laughs> <in my> <laughs> Were they, they, they pests? Were they pests? No, no. They were scarred by neighborhood cats, and they, it was... Oh, they so it was living, a mercy kill. They were alive, but they were disfigured. On what kind inside. of life is that? On the inside, On the inside man. Dead. No, they had, like, no <laughs> legs left, and their faces were chewed. Ah, this is horrible. And, but they're still alive. In Middle Village? Those killer. I, that's why I hate cats to this day. Yeah. Jesus God. Did you just say you had to put down a couple turtles in your life? I did. Oh. I did. And the most humane way yeah. is to freeze them. Come on. Oh yeah. So the most the way to kill a turtle is to make it slower. <laughs> Slowly. <free. laughs> yeah. No. They just go to sleep. They hibernate. Yeah. And then the next thing they know, they never wake up. I don't think it's slow enough. <laughs> just get the freezer. They, they just hibernate. They don't. They next don't like, slowly die. Well, that's. What I forgot to ask you about that. And we can with can it swim? Termites. These bastard termites. They could live through these floods. They could hold, hold their breath What's for like two days. Thing? Remember this thing? Uh, it's called the tardigrade. Remember, you know that thing? <laughs> what? The, the tardigrade is like the. It, no, I have no idea what that it. is. It's like you can't kill it with a nuclear bomb. How about shooting? Oh, oh the little like hippopotamus, yeah, tiny um, microscopic, microscopic dudes who were like floating around in little hippos with no eyes. Yeah, I know. Google yeah. bot fly. <laughs> oh, no. Do I don't right want anybody laying eggs in me. That's fun. That's uh, always fun. I also wanted to know if it's okay to eat your own pets if your parents don't tell you that it's your pet. Why do you always want like an ethical or moral out? What are you, what are you, You're just looking for. Where did that come from? Were you in the 4-H club? I'll be your psychiatrist no, for a no, second. No, no, I here. ate plenty of my pets. I would wonder where they go, and you they, they would like years later. I find out we had them for dinner. You don't care about animals. I love animals, and you want an excuse. To you want someone to tell you. That it was okay that you've done these terrible things to animals. I was a child. I didn't do it. I was. You want animals. validation. You want somebody to say, Mario, it's okay that you you let no, your here's what would bunny happen, rabbit Charlie. go in Casino Park or whatever you did with it. <laughs> Casino Park. Mario, it's okay <laughs> that Fulton you Street Market. froze a turtle. 
You Several want terms. someone to tell you it's okay. Didn't you say I'm here to tell you it's not okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, who made you in this, but you're no Mark Martin. Listen, I go to a Jack different Kennedy psychiatrist Kennedy. if you don't like me. You're no Jack Kennedy. <laughs> oh, I forget that. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> the guy's out catching a falcon with Bobby Kennedy. Sorry, sorry. My parents, <laughs> oh, my, oh. my extended family, they ate game. So what they would do Serve is they would Kennedy. go by the live game, and they, they would make the game my pet. For Did, a few days. Didn't you have a pheasant? It's called living on a farm or something. Like yeah, that. and then next thing I know, my pet is gone. But Where is this? In the foothills of Sicily? Rigo Park. The foothills of Middleville. Fucking Dr. Doolittle's over there. You know now, you can go to Jamaica, you could go to live gaming, buy yourself a chicken, a rabbit, whatever you want. You go to uh, Flushing, you can get turtles, big bullfrogs. Oh, well, sure. You can get anything. It's good food. It's New York. You get anything. Give way, me an hour. It's all there. According, <laughs> what according you to the, you? According to the <laughs> RSPCA, Mario, the most humane way to kill a turtle... Well, that was the RSPCA. That's oh. the Roy, it's in Australia. Royal, it's the Royal. It's a dot or you. Hello. Kill a turtle. The most humane way to kill a turtle is with a firearm. Oh, yeah, you blow its goddamn head off. I don't own a firearm. He never saw it coming. That's not true. Mario, if you've seen the BB gun Mario has, it would take like 70 shots to kill a turtle. It shoots so weak. This is what they told me, cuz. He's pumping the Ruger. Shoot it with frozen bullets. Whatever happened to Snowball, Mario? Snowball went to the Harlem. He's probably talking <laughs> PCP as we speak. I don't know. It's my favorite iceberg. He's like, hey, hey, Snowball you walk by a, an alleyway in Harlem if Snowball's there. Snowball hey, hey, went hey. to Harlem. You want a cop? The audio book. You want what a cop? Page one. Did you just leave him in Harlem? No, no, one. there's a shelter there. The He's busting through. There's a shelter there. I'm pretty confident that nobody adopted him and he had to meet a demise. Above 110th Street. Listen, he had a good life. We had him for over 10 years. We had him for over 10 years. I mean, we're going out. What can you do? I'm the dude. We're going. We're gonna fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty long Unfortunately, goes to people. I want to fly. Of the, of the animal kingdom. Yeah, well, that, that's true. That's what Mark was saying. Snowball went to Hollywood. Do you have any like last words to Snowball when you that's left him? Statue of Liberty. Stifort this Snowball. Stifort. I said Snowball. Go ahead. You're only allowed one good dog in your life. One good dog. That's it, he says. There's one, only one good one out there. you're allowed And that one life. was Muffy or something. Yeah. <laughs> one, one good bitch. I like that guy. That guy's fun. I do. He was great, man. <laughs> wonder if he owns a bag full of bees. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, I bet you that guy's cleaned up more shit than anyone on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got people in his life, like, but pound for pound. He worked with Martha. <laughs> See his pants? <laughs> no. And his shoes? No. <laughs> Are they covered in shit? Did you get a whiff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, on his show, animals shit on his shoulder all the time. That's the name of the show, animals shit on the show? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. No, when he came in, I thought maybe he was a painter. <laughs> oh, really? Was he full of paint? Oh, it was like pigeon then, shit. Then man. I was like, no, he's, uh, he's, he's an animal guy. So, so. so I, I love that. I, I, I'm so happy I asked him how you catch a falcon. He's like, first you tie a pigeon to a net. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, really. It's easy. And, when you, and then you call Bobby Kennedy. And you, <laughs> you hit, the, right. you know, hit the slopes. You some sort of medication to, to make the female sleepy. Arnold shows up. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I'm I'm glad to hear he's married and has has kids, though. I was a little afraid. Uh, 
not of him being like anything. You asked whatever. if he still lived at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that crazy. <laughs> not, not too far off. Well, once you build up a, a, an arsenal of the animals, it's tough to move them all at once. No, my kids. It's a menagerie. It's a menagerie. It's a menagerie over here. Yeah, think, unless the bees are easy to move. And then, <laughs> it's some fucking menagerie over here. I, I, I can't still, leave. I still think we, we barely cracked the surface on how barely. They, they, they told gorillas how to speak and they didn't have anything to offer. He was an African elephant broker. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, that's, dude. He sold an elephant. We were, we were just <laughs> yeah, I got you. What you need? What's we the big part of his junket today? Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah. He's going on to do a... Call Jesse, he says yeah. on the way out of here. And he's cracking the Yep. Good job, Tommy. They're What's going to the next. You. Good job. Great guest. Thanks. Yeah. Mark Marone. Hard work. The second listen to it. Uh, if you missed it, listen to it on the podcast in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> or just just go to Mark Marin's episode and just listen to that. You guys are lucky Fudd's not here. Oh, my God. Why do you say that? Because he came last week. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember that? Yeah, yeah last, last time. He came to oh, I had a lot of fun. Go. I'm like, no. We have a guest. He's just going to start showing up, I swear to God. And he's going to sit at the poker table and stare at us while we do a freaking radio show. And then he's going to waltz over the mic and push Ryan out of the way and say something. Let me in there, cuz. Tell him. Well, listen. Uh, I got some insight into the feminist. Coffee. Thinking, uh, you, uh, you like animals? How much is a pound of coffee? Four dollars. You sell a dollar a cup. You seventy-five cups of <laughs> gravy. He's been, he's been trying to get me in a scheme for the last like three, three weeks. I almost signed up for a coffee truck last week. I, like, I can't believe I didn't play that. We can't believe we didn't talk about your brother's a zookeeper. Oh yeah, he's coming up. Let me see my brother. Right, I forgot to in. talk about my brother oh, the zookeeper. Maybe we could get him on the air. More animal themed talk. That's right, and he'll actually bring in an animal, probably. Yeah, that'd be That's great. Right. My brother go- the zookeeper is my favorite Nickelodeon sitcom. <laughs> my favorite polo album. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? I was trying to get Mario's. I couldn't find it. Mario's monkey thing. You know why? Because it's on the news. Oh, and I do a good monkey. <laughs> I, I was gonna have him rate Mario's monkey sound. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> you guys, I was. was good evening uh, and was... welcome to T R N N News today, Friday the twelfth of December, brought to you by Face Space and Mike. All right. Yes, would <laughs> get to the monkey business, the lady. What's going on? I, like I, the I was this close to the getting the monkey with the, uh, the with the, the Judge Judy theme in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was, I was smiley defending it's himself. Monkey on it's, it's Mongo smiley defending himself after that armed robbery and battery. <laughs> the primate's court. He caught this that attempt. This is attempt- big 48. The first 48th. Yes. Stick around for monkey on trial. He caught that attempted. <laughs> Did he rob you? Yes, I have no bananas. <laughs> That's him, officer. Primate justice. Is he in the court? Primate today? justice. Can you point him out to the jury? <laughs> he ain't smiling no more. <laughs> <laughs> Stenographer, could you read that back? That's a damn good monkey. <laughs> You're badgering the troopers. I guess monkeys travel in groups of fun. How are you badgering the witness? <laughs> so many animal puns. I, I forgot to ask me. I was going to ask me if he's sick of animal puns, but then if he said yes, I wouldn't know what to do. Stop being prone to the witness. <laughs> Stop feeding the witness. Yeah. You're feeding the witness. Objection. Quit being a snake. <laughs> dangling a rat in front of the witness. <laughs> if it appeals the court. Smash him against the wall and dangle the front. You know, Stop. like a banana. If it appeals the court. Stop trying to break down the witness's society. <laughs> oh, he won the case on appeal. The almost people's court. 
<laughs> it was banana. That was good. <laughs> that was Ryan. Was... I stole I... from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I threw my shit at the jury. <laughs> see what stuck. I fling shit at them. <laughs> I see no evil. If you have legs, r- please rise. Uh-huh. Shit in the box. <laughs> guy, the, that guy's like, snakes have no eyelids, ears, arms, legs. One lung. One lung. They thought I was a goat. Two penises. The ultimate predator. Would you give up a lung for a pe- extra penis, John? Uh, leg was the question. A lung? Yes. Yeah, it's probably fucked up anyway. Man. <laughs> you better off. I'm probably living up one and a half. Yeah, anyway. did, can I get to pick? Like, is there? You know, can I, can like I get to see the picture and pick the worst one and get rid of that one? Yeah, I got. I got one that I barely use at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just. I'll, I can't have two. You don't need that thing hanging around. I, I'm gonna need two bathrooms. Talk about. It. You know what it's time for? No. <laughs> <laughs> You need a toilet and From the TRNN World News Headquarters in New York so, City. So, if I may add to the news. Yes. So, so here's another news story, that, and, and, and this is Tommy Rockstar's news. Right, come on the news for two seconds. Oh, Tommy Rockstar. What's in the news? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Rockstar's news, straight from the desk of TRNN. That's right. In, in what is perhaps the most surreal moment of, for a presidential administration in recent decades. Uh, thank God. I'm sick of animals. Jim Brown showed up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really. So, if you say you took your boot... And stepped on a turtle's face and <laughs> killed it with the heel of your boot. Mr. President, can you let me off the hook for that? What's the worst? <laughs> can I get a pardon? Freeze <laughs> What's the best <laughs> shooter way to kill I don't, a turtle? I don't think that guy's the most progressive animal guy. <laughs> like, Remember when you saw the parrots? <laughs> Fuck adoption. He's an animal realist. Yeah, eat everything. He's yeah. from Melville. Did you? That guy's making money on animals left and right. <laughs> so how do you feel about adoption? I don't know. I sold an elephant. What the fuck do you think? He's selling give pit a bulls shit. for $500. <laughs> in what is perhaps the most surreal moment for a presidential administration in recent decades, President Donald Trump on Thursday welcomed rapper Kanye West to the White House. Yeah, this is a bad idea. You know, no, I, yeah. Trump got his nomination and he should have just kept quiet and then now everyone's like, ah, it's Kanye week. Like, what yeah. the? Take a week off, and bad before something else bad happens. No, when there's bad things. I don't know if you saw uh, Kanye's uh, iPhone unlock code is zero 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 zero. No, is it? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was broadcast. On I CNN. used to do that. The ra- why, why not? The rapper and, uh, and suspe- suspected <laughs> Trump supporter. Why have the passcode then? Uh, gave what amounted to a ringing endorsement to Trump's presidency during a wide-ranging speech that touched on various topics. Including- wide-ranging speech, ringing endorsement. It was a. He was sick. Some in kind head. of he's like, sick yeah, he's, he's a sick man. He's, 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 sick. he's, yeah. he's mentally ill. Yeah. you can see it in his, his eyes. Personal exactly, it's classy, right? Yeah. In, in, uh, topics including crime rates in Chicago, mental health, slavery, aerospace, and and the Unabomber. Mm. <laughs> oh, th- we got to find that guy and lock and him that up. Supersonic jet. <laughs> where's Where's Teddy hiding? Flying. Yes, West told TRNN White House correspondents that quote. Uh, Trump is uh, on a hero's journey right now. Sure, wearing a like even like the president is is insane, and he's standing there like. Holy shit, this guy's great. Sick Total. man. He was wearing a red Make America Great Thank again you, hat. Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Very awesome. I think everything you said is really interesting. <laughs> Super. As he was seated across from the president at a desk. Quote, and he might not have expected to have a crazy motherfucker like Kanye West run up and support oh. him. But, but best believe we're going to make America great again. Okay. He, he did say free Larry Hoover. Which was nuts to say to the president. Wow! I just hope like that, that he was lean nutty... over and bite Donald Trump's ear off. 
Larry, <laughs> that's what I was hoping when Larry I was reading Lula. the article today. I thought Larry maybe Kanye was on like a face. secret mission the whole time. Right. And he could just choke the president to death. Yes. Or like do something really fast, you know, like. Uh, Mr. President, I have a question. Vince McMahon, WWE. <laughs> Kanye added that putting on the red MAGA hat made him feel like, quote, Superman. This album is good, though. He's great. According to Briefy, the, uh, there is no, there's no explicit version of this, I don't think. It's the consensus version is the actual record. Yeah. According to Briefy, it's disclosed it's here on end. The lunch meeting was initially supposed to be about prison reform, but West quickly veered off topic as... Tr- uh, lunch meeting is my least favorite Kanye. As Trump, NFL... Uh, great latest band from Williamsburg. <laughs> Jim Brown. Half the vans. As Trump, Jim Brown, and senior advisor Jared Kushner. Jim Brown. Secret service agents and various members of the assembled press looked on in horror. Jim Brown, the football player and actor? Yes. Oh, come on. We lost Jim Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Well, he's like 83 with brain damage. Mm. In an extraordinary, mostly uninterrupted rant, Wes said that he was recently diagnosed with being bipolar. Hey, Richard. But he insisted the diagnosis was wrong and that he was merely sleep-deprived. That that makes sense. The rapper then offered his thoughts on the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery in 1865. He wants to go back. Not of the the mind. Uh, Wes said that he, quote, wanted to abolish the trap door called the 13th Amendment because he said, quote, when the amendment was written, it was illegal for blacks to read. Uh, he told TRN, quote, that meant True. if you actually read the amendment, you'd get locked up and turned into a slave. Uh, clapping his hands for emphasis. Uh, <laughs> in the president's it face. Guy. It was yeah. a Is shit that guy? show. It was, that? A, it yes. was a circus, a sideshow. They was, couldn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not befitting the head of America while people are in search America. and rescue. Hello, I'm the head of America. In uh, Florida. Listen to me. Obey me. And he's entertaining this guy like yeah, some sort of circus no. sideshow. Watching like at home. It's like a sea movie. Right. Obey me. <laughs> I am the head of America. Distract I Worship all, me. Distract you all from at, the Saudi shit. At one point. <laughs> w- it's true. W- West stood up and reached across the table to show Trump a picture of he was a, a hydrogen-powered plane, which the rapper told the president ought to, be, ought to replace Air Force One. He said, quote, this is what our president should be flying in. Adding that he wants... I agreed with that. Hydrogen bomb pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? He's right. I, you know, I haven't heard... I, I'd like to see a mock-up I of the mean, plane, and maybe yeah. I'll make it... Dis- I have no I opinion mean, right I now. Mean, I mean, this president should be flying yes. in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's flying somewhere, that Kanye West. Adding and they, you know, he's, he's, he's sad, out of space sad. Off the map. West added that he wants the tech giant <laughs> Apple... Funny. What's Apple to help? It's not funny because he's mentally ill. It's disturbing. Develop the plane. All right, well, it's it's cringy. So he wants it to be like an Mm. iPhone Apple base plane. Uh, After the rapper finished his 10-minute soliloquy, he got up and hugged Trump, saying, quote, I tell you what. That was pretty impressive, the president said. And they both grabbed each other's cocks. And and then Mike Love did a set. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Love, Jim Brown, Ted Nugent, and uh, Jimmy Connors. Meatloaf. Meatloaf's a trumper? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. He's a total... Jimmy Buffett? He was on the show. Trump's Oval Office recently came... <laughs> Meatloaf? I'm like, man, Meatloaf was on the show. I forgot about this shit. <laughs> he told us. <laughs> He's from Melville, too. <laughs> no, not our show, John. <laughs> Bad Adam Melville. Oh. Damn, that's the only show. When I hear somebody say the show, I think it's us. <laughs> this happened as the death... The death. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, um. <laughs> I like Meatloaf's new album, Heart Attack, Walking Heart Attack, waiting to have it. 
I have to go into the archives. I don't think Meatloaf did the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I keep forget. People ask me all the time. They're like, who's been on the show? I'm like, ah. Meatloaf. Uh, meatloaf. I forget everyone who's been on the show. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Meatloaf and the drummer from yeah. <laughs> Pussy Riot. Cheap trick. <laughs> Liberty DeVito, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it also this happened as the death toll from Hurricane Michael climbed to six. You ever watched Breaking Bad? No, I haven't. Well, even the, the brother who was in it for two episodes. How do you how are you fixed on uh, protest folk music? No, I got no. All right. All right. Wes, who was ever a pussy ride? They pussy in their name. Oh, that, them I've heard of. Yeah. Billy Bragg, ring a bell. <laughs> Wes, who has become one of Trump's outspoken supporters. Professor uh, Griff. Stirred controversy in NBC's uh, Saturday Night Live appearance last month when he wore a Make America Great Again hat during his performance and delivered a pro-Trump speech to the stunned audience. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I don't watch Saturday Night Live because it's horrible. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, an, I remember reading about it. In an interview with TRN Weekly this week. Trump, I would much prefer reading about Saturday Night Live than watching. Trump claimed that. It takes that, me two, 10 minutes to read the article and six an hour and a half to watch this goddamn <laughs> stupid show. Yeah. President Trump claimed that when West first expressed support for him, his poll numbers went up, quote, like 25%. Like. Th though it was unclear what poll data he was <laughs> well, talking about. 25% is a big jump. <laughs> quarter, a quarter more went up. From There's not one black person going, you know, this is good. I'm going to vote for Trump now. Yeah. They're all staring at him like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. And everybody knows that <laughs> Stop like, it. Everybody knows that like is the preferred preposition like, of statistician or president. Like, you read, if you read his words, like I often do in an article, like when he's, he's quoted. Or, or, or the president. Oh, it's the worst. No, the president. He's like, like no awful. senses. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's illegible. It makes no sense. It's all stream. It's like a Larry King article. It's stream of consciousness. It's he says whatever. And he, it, it, one thing doesn't, one sentence never connects to the next no. one. That's what I like about him. He says what's on his mind. He doesn't give it any it's, thought. Uh, if yeah. he says what's on his mind, it's like a Milan Trump movie. It just goes I mean, you read the whole article, and you're you're used to reading someone who's paid to write, and then you get to this jackass talking, right. and it's a paragraph it's that makes thing no like three fucking times. sense. Oh. Right? Yeah, that's great. Everything's terrific. Yeah, I, I think I see a whale. What the fuck? <laughs> why do you like him? There's good like, meat on that. I like him because he doesn't think. Why? Why did they right. still what? listen to him? Speaking of animals, you want to hear what I'm saying? Speaking of animals, in recent years, U.S. airlines have allowed passengers to bring quote emotional support animals on certain flights to help over that quell the anxiety. You. you know what? Here's an emotional support animal. Shut the fuck up and don't fly. Uh, to help quell the anxiety, you're not bringing flying. a squirrel. Uh, quail? Your emotional support. Uh, uh, we should have asked Mark anxious. Marone about that. He would have totally been no. against those emotional supporters. Get out of here! How Why are, can't Tracy? Oh, Morgan? I can't. Bring, you can't bring a dog into the into the coffee shop because of health. All of a sudden, you can bring a dog in because and now it's healthy. Apparently, because the person's blind. However, <laughs> due to a recent story, coffee has ticks. Right. Oh no, your dog is okay, but everybody else is. Oh, in. life's changing. People have issues, and you have to deal with them. You can't discriminate. You can't let. A squirrel on a plane. Listen, hey. It's a fucking airplane. I have one kid who has ADD. I see a squirrel on a plane. I, I'm taking its head right off with my wait hand. Wait a minute. Let me get to I, it. I'm throwing wait, it out wait, the wait. window. I'm going to open the plane window, <laughs> as you're known to do. <laughs> you can open those now, and I'm throwing it right out the window. The Twilight Zone oh, movie. Fuck out of here. What are you going Here's my emotional support bear. There's a squirrel bear. on the wing. <laughs> I have one student who has ADD. Oh, have you met Mr. Crocodile? We bought one seat. Fuck you. tap, 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 tap on the desk. He has to? Then another kid on the same table... Is has sensory overload and he can't. He's not supposed to hear these tap tap taps. Thank you, Bob. Flying squirrel. Yes. So what the hell are you gonna do? How are you going to? So what happened to this guy? Flying squirrel's got a fedora, two suitcases, passport. He's got a pilot's cap. 
Is it get a those shit on his on his, his shoulder. Oh, did I remember? Got, did I remember to turn off the oven? A flying squirrel right this way, sir. I didn't realize. Excuse me. Didn't However, realize. don't worry, honey. I'm sure you turned off the oven. He's well, drunk. Flying squirrel. <laughs> they bring him into the cockpit, and they're like, oh, "I'm sure this is all old hat to you." <laughs> and the plane lands safely, and he's standing there, going like, "Ah, right, yeah, thank okay, you, thank you, yeah, right. hey, thank you. I mean, Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, I know you've done this a lot, he's, flying squirrel. Isn't that the so weirdest? I'm sure you understand how our autoglide system works. That's got to be like a company-wide thing where they they make the pilot stand there at the end. Yes. And you, you walk past them, you're like, hey, buddy, uh, hey, thanks for not like killing us in a giant ball of flame. That was awesome when we didn't die. I appreciate it. Uh, Norm, Norm was talking about flying with Sam Kinison because uh, Sam Kinison <laughs> wow. come up. Did I tell this one before? Fucking Kinnison no. had come up to to Canada and he'd always fucking get Norm as his opener. And he said anytime he flew with Kinnison, like when the pilot had started, he'd go, Hi, I'm your pilot, Rusty Johnson. And Kinnison would start screaming. He goes, You know that scream? You know, nobody had ever heard that scream before. He goes, Oh no! Not Crash Johnson! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh! Oh, 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 Crash Johnson! Oh, oh. The Widowmaker! Oh, it was so fucking funny, you know? <laughs> Zooted out of the head. So is this new story going anywhere? I'm trying, dude. <laughs> However, due to a recent string of fatal mishaps, the airlines have... The story stuck on the tarmac. ...have made... I've had to make it pretty clear. Have, had to make it pretty clear which passengers can and cannot bring on animals on flights. Penguins can't fly. According to sources, Beef the, how? can they fly? The, the likes of dogs, cats, and oddly enough, mini horses are fine. However, a mini horse. Imagine you're such an asshole. You bring a fucking horse on the plane. <laughs> My honeymoon. What can I say? Sorry. It's a mini horse. It beats a crying kid. Yeah. Oh, a mini horse. Right. Yeah. The horse has got to look at its face like I'm useless. Yeah. The thing just takes a giant hay dump in the middle of the flight right on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be a Labradoodle. Yeah. Yeah. It's my emotional support yeah. animal, Mario. We only bought one ticket. Half price. Exactly. F you. I only exist because of a bot. <laughs> That's how Mario gets. That's how Mary gets on the flight, half price. I was bred to be gifts at bat mitzvahs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here, oh, by the way, here are my Jesus. 700 emotional support turtles that are totally legal to sell when I get back to Hong from Hong Kong. When I kill them, I freeze them. Though. I keep them in a box on my lap. However, pretty <laughs> much every Here's my emotional support heroin that I brought with me. <laughs> Best in show. I like to rub it on my face during the flight. It makes me feel better. However, pretty much every other animal, including my peacocks, emotional support, illegal alien, hamsters, and snakes, are definitely no. Yet somehow, yeah, this is my emotional support bomb. Opie, uh, Opie, yeah. and Garfield. I swear I'm not going to blow up a plane. Uh, this is this is my emotional support ripping the skirts off of your cabin crew. <laughs> <laughs> so you bring like this frothingest German Shepherd, and we're like ah, 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 the whole time freaking everybody out. Jet blue balls. <laughs> Yet somehow a Florida woman. Apparently thought <laughs> a Florida woman apparently thought it would be okay to bring her quote emotional support squirrel yeah. on a recent flight. It is a squirrel. Are we in repeats? I thought we heard this before. I haven't even got to the story. Oh. <laughs> turns, turns out it was the squirrels I did because you heard about the peanuts. <laughs> Tommy acts surprised. Uh, according, wait, let me remember. Lost my place. It's a peacock. I come on the news for two oh, seconds. Her emotion, well, network. Her emotional support. The squirrels like you. They give you peanuts twice. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrels hiding the peanuts. It's all you can eat. <laughs> Guy, you- <laughs> Ring the button. 
He's whispering in her ear, come on, let's do it. The Florida woman took her emotional support squirrel on a recent flight, only to wind up getting kicked off the plane once the crew found out she had brought a live rodent into the cabin. Mm. Called her husband. (laughs) According to science, squirrels... I can't bring my Swiss army knife with this lady giving me a live rodent. According to science... Can't bring a full shampoo bottle, but... <laughs> the sorry, rat sir, king. I don't know what a yeah. milliliter is. The rat king's flying better than me. According to science, squirrels can be vicious, bloodthirsty creatures. <laughs> they are liable to terrorize small Fly towns poop. and even attack innocent parkgoers. Right. However, if you can manage to domesticate one, they can be pretty adorable pets. As Bernie gets adorable, oh. and apparently for one Florida woman, therapeutic little friends. Ah, um, that wasn't good. What did I do? Unwilling to endure her Frontier Airlines flight. <laughs> From Orlando to Cleveland without her little buddy, the woman named Pam Jiggly somehow managed to sneak the furry rodent all the way past security and onto the plane, even though Frontier's policy explicitly, quote, bans rodents from emotional support. Will there be a meal served? No. Perfect. I ordered the kosher meal. Did they catch her? Well, I ordered 26 bags of peanuts. (laughs) You got pinkies? Sir, you've had enough. I heard you're holding. Well, first of all, their policy... What? Your party? It's a sad fucking song. <laughs> their policy bans what? reptiles, insects, hedgehogs, rabbits, sugar gliders... And sugar no- gliders? That was my nickname in college. <laughs> That's my favorite Grateful here. Dead song. And <laughs> improper- sugar glider. And improperly cleaned <laughs> animals <laughs> with foul odor. That's the most of their clientele. <laughs> it's called United. A Frontier Airlines rep told Tyrion, quote... You don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have reps. You might as well stand. Hey, listen, I didn't know it was on Frontier. Then every day, it's hats off to Larry. As you get what you get. Did you ever fly Frontier? No. Uh, I, heard, I never had the... No, I never stooped. No, me either. No. <laughs> listen they, to me. I'm second in charge of this corporation. I make $98,000 a year, and I work out of a cubicle. Let <laughs> <laughs> me the fuck alone. I don't care for squirrels. <laughs> the rep told TRN, quote... Miss Jiggly noted in their... Fucking expensive is in Atlanta. Did they play that? Yes. I think they did, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. Miss Jiggly noted... Played it early in the set. Yeah, yeah, it was good. In her reservation that there was an animal support... Emotional support animal. Support this animal. But it was not... a snake you can hold. It was not indicated that it was a squirrel. Lucky you got your pucker on, man. Unfortunately for Frontier... Put me in the cold water. (laughs) The overhead compartment is totally filled with animals. (laughs) Ducks and snakes and shit. Mongos in the overhead. (laughs) People got my dog fucking terrariums. You got Smiley in 5F. (laughs) The the, the fucking stewardess come by just smashing their heads in the thing. Unfortunately for Frontier, Jiggly wouldn't back down. Uh, when the crew <laughs> next booty on duty, jiggly. <laughs> Put your hands together for a jiggly coming up to the bait stage. Cinnamon, cinnamon, and jiggly. When the crew asks jiggly together uh, by request, shower shop. Be sure to uh, d- visit our endless shrimp bar. She has also requested to dance to Baby Got Back. <laughs> Give it, it up, Baby Got Back. When the crew. <laughs> 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 hey, squirrel, you want a pearl? Indie Rock Strip Club. <laughs> Going up to the main stage, we got the Volcano Subs. Give it up for Povo. I can't win. A little lady named Chavez. She's built the spill, She's fellas. <laughs> this is Marissa. She's got a sleeve. It's personal. <laughs> Polly Jean, you're on. Oh, my God. Sorry. 
When they Indie ask, Rock Strip Club. There you go. <laughs> when the airline asks, it's a new bit. It's a new bit we're working on. <laughs> she just pops her head naked the whole time. <laughs> Give it up for Burma. <laughs> when the airline asks the lady to leave the plane, Jiggly turn on. <laughs> Jiggly flat out refused. <laughs> the airline then had to call in cops for reinforcements to deal with Jiggly and the critter. Dreadful. And in the process, forced every single passenger on board to deboard the plane so they can wrangle the woman and her squirrel. Oh, that's great. They have to kick everybody off. They can't catch a squirrel without the... Oh, my God. Give me, give me a BB gun. I'll be done in two seconds. We'll be on the full... The squirrel in the air. was loose? Yes. Uh, eventually, the cops step on it. managed to escort Jiggly off the plane in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Jigs. <laughs> As she toted her squirrel in her lap in what looks like a cat carrier. Uh, her fellow passengers were underst understandably pretty upset that they had been delayed for two hours. Fuck your squirrel. Two hours. And forced to evacuate a plane for some for some what what for what some witnesses call oh, kill it a no good hours? tree rat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, I'd ring its neck. And it's, be like, and the funny thing is, the squirrel's oh, yeah. lifespan is exactly two hours. We <laughs> flying now. Crack. We're good. <laughs> Fuck you. We're flying. <laughs> Wheels up, motherfucker. This I think I dead. think Pete did a little pregame today. Yeah. What do you guys I think? So. <laughs> <laughs> How else am I getting through? That's it. I'm, I'm waking up next to the lady. I'm grabbing a squirrel, smashing it bloody against the window, and going back to sleep. <laughs> You'll crash. Let's fly this bitch. And then when the cops come on, they're like, you kill the squirrel? Like, it's a fucking squirrel. All right, let's go. It's a rodent. It's a rodent. It turns out the squirrel had a heart attack as he was being taken up the jetway. <laughs> it was in the emergency After annoying seat. Everybody, yeah. After annoying everybody for two hours because it was the most squirrel thing to do. <laughs> in, in a video, I hate to fly. Hold my claw. That's the reason we have no peanuts. <laughs> In a, in a video released to TRNN of her dramatic Fellas. exit, you can... Fellas! Somebody's always videotaping that shit, some asshole. Fellas. <laughs> I'm waiting here for two hours. It's a tube. You can Audio. get into it, and it's full of peanuts. Audio clearly points to, to Miss Jiggly yelling, the shut, habit trail shut the hell up, bitch, at a passenger before throwing the defiant middle finger. And then perplexingly... They killed a squirrel? And then perplexingly, giving a thumbs up to the cameraman, they wheeled her to security. Mm. Why is that cameraman in the airport? Who who wrote perplexedly in that I don't know, some guy from Yahoo. That's hard, that guy from Yahoo should be fired. I mean, perplexedly? Who has that in the copy? That's the most cumbersome no, fucking no, word. Yahoo is like if you went to the New York Times right, and ran it through the fucking Google Japanese translator <laughs> and then ran it back into the English translator. <laughs> I've done that, by See the way. See what you come up with. Uh, how was your day, honey? You guys taking off your shoes? I used perplexingly in an article. I'm fucking dog tired. Oh, no, I'll never work again yeah. in this town. Rub my feet. We'll have more of your stories develops. I once took a turtle from Indiana to LaGuardia. You gotta update the database and stop using the 1918 hitchhiking. A TDK 10-pack cassette. I emptied out the cassettes and I put them in there with a little grass and took them home from Indiana. Like good grass? Like weed? No, like grass. Terrapin stations Like Easter bunny grass. It was a good turtle. I had him for 15 years. Did you bring him to your house so he get his arms and legs ripped off like cats and then you have to step on his head? No, no, Lucky just went for hibernation. Lucky. He, ain't, he ain't lucky no more. Lucky. Huh? lucky was very lucky. He lived 15 years with me. Lucky ain't lucky. He would hibernate every winter, and, and then one winter... I was found was by Mario. Last. Oh, really? What do they call you? Lucky. Lucky, <laughs> <laughs> lucky uh, to be alive. Hey, why's your turtle got uh, only one leg? Well, a turtle like good. You don't eat all. We all got the brain the size of a walnut. Mm. <laughs> What's What else is in the news, My last Tommy? story, my last story. <clears throat> What did the guy with the legless dog name him Cigarette? 
Bob. Because every once in a while he'd take him for a drag. Ah. Oh. Like that one is 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 uh, is deliberate, uh, you know, subterfuge. Well, it's funny you say that, Matt right. Sweeney. But Trump right. talks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw deliberate subterfuge at St. Vitus uh, last yeah. week. It was. <laughs> This is slang. dubbed the dropkick uh, that uh, heard no was that heard nowhere because it didn't actually connect. Oh Christ! Who wrote the, this shit over the weekend? Ins- Give me the names of these people. Insane clown posse singer Shaggy Two Dope tried to kick Fred Durst off the stage during Limp Bizkit's <laughs> set at Camden, New Jersey's Rock Allegiance Festival. Good for him. Pee in my yeah. pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dropkick. I missed drop the funnel. Dropkick's a bold move. Though he muffled the <laughs> though he muffed the move. <laughs> so if you miss the dropkick, you're pretty you're much fucked. Yeah. You're, you fall. It's and you're sh- you're already hurt. You're on the floor. You're you're in big trouble. It's shooting first in a duel. Like you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, the one shot. You, you, jumped, know, you get one shot at that motherfucker. Yeah, you you're jumped in the air and you fell down sideways. That's what yes. it ends up being. Yeah, How- you're, you're 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 opening too big. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a closer. You know what yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Though, do that. though Shaggy Two Dope muffed the move, Limp Bizkit's DJ Lethal was pissed at the attempt. Going on Twitter, uh, going, Lethal still working. Oh man! Yeah, on a Twitter tirade, <laughs> calling Shaggy quote a bitch ass clout chaser. And this uh, was in New Jersey. Oh, that's, that's what, yes, that's the exact type of behavior I would expect from somebody who named themselves Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> he went on a Twitter rampage. He did. Uh huh. What a f- he's lethal. You now, fucking watch yourself. Lethal. He's going to destroy lethal. you in 108 characters. Now, however, cooler heads have prevailed thanks to the unlikely. Thank God. Yeah. Al- good. Yeah. I don't want to see any beef. Thanks yeah. to Incubus who stepped want, in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want either Limp Biscuit or Insane Clown Posse to get hurt. Oh, it gets better. You're fucking up the money. Thanks to an unlikely mediator, former wrestling star The Iron Sheik. Oh, yeah. As TRN reports, The Sheik sent out a tweet. Uh, while mocking Shaggy... Sheik tweet. Sheik tweet. <laughs> Sheik tweet. What's that, man? Uh, Sheik tweet. <laughs> All together now. While mocking... Try to change my effect. That's crazy. While mocking... Sheik tweet. Uh, Sheik tweet. I don't know what's going on with these effects. Something's wrong here. Hey. Sheik tweet. It's too gated. Everything's uh, 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 uh. Chic tweet. That's fine. Thanks for tuning in live from the According to reports, the Sheik ribbed. Don't forget to hear Tommy's news every Friday night. The Sheik sent out a tweet that while mocking Shaggy's Sheik tweet. And the Sheik said, "Cool to kill a journalist." First of all, the guy who's the darn Sheik isn't even the guy tweeting though. That's the problem. Intern. Yeah, that's what's pissing me off. Um, you know it's not him writing that shit. While mocking Shaggy's fell flying move, called for peace between He's his the brothers. Shaw. What's Jake the Snake up to? The Aaron Shaw handles his Twitter account. These the, guys rule. You guys are crazy. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Why? Like, why? why? Hey, I thought it'd be funny. It's like, just, the tweet uh, read in part. I have a headache now. The tweet read in part. The Beastie Boys are responsible for more bad records than they are good records. Yeah. <laughs> the only good records are the ones they made. Right. Right. Grand Royal. Club. All the other ones that they inspired are pretty fucking horrific. The Sheik yeah, tweet yeah. Re- read as, quote, The Shaggy 2 Dope, you are a good man, but your dropkick is fucking drizzle shits. He wrote in all caps. Yeah. Also, drizzle shits. DJ Lethal is my brother. <laughs> the drizzle shits was the bass player in Limp Bizkit. They opened for Weston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't DJ mean. Drizzle Shits. <laughs> the fuck out of D- Drizzle Shits <laughs> went to Twitter on a tirade. <laughs> I don't know why I could keep that. Why you? Chasing I don't like to see my too. brothers fight. Uh, that was apparently all DJ Lethal needed to keep his blood from boiling as he responded on Instagram with a laughter and acceptance of truth.
Mariel. Shut up, Mario. Quote on the air here. Thank you, Mr. Iron Sheik, for uh, making a funny situation even funnier, DJ oh. Lethal wrote. <laughs> you guys have been interrupting him for a half hour. Yeah, but you're just, I'm just having your own conversation over there. We can't have that. I'm still so mad you up. played Nookie, man. Iron Sheik responded. That was rolling, man. Rolling, 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 rolling. Iron Sheik. he's upset you didn't play Nookie. So you can take a cookie. What's the prayer? Flip a flip a flop. Cookie. Iron Sheik responded to DJ Lethal's tweet by writing, quote, Bubba, I love the peace, not the war, unless the son of a bitch jabroni deserves to get suplexed. This is the way Shaggy Goodman. This is all fake. It's all shtick. According to eyewitnesses who were present at the that's event, the that's the news. Yeah. According to eyewitnesses who were present at the last Limp Bizkit concert, they both said it was great. <laughs> nice job, Tommy. Thank Soldiered you. on. Good job, Tommy. Didn't we yeah. give away tickets for that? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, the loser got two sets. <laughs> like the third show we did was like we just tore, we, we dissected this new Limp Bizkit song Golden Cobra for like two hours. <laughs> John, it's funny. You what do you think that's about? Now you get Mark running a gym. Good running job on the news, Tommy. Uh, I appreciate it. Tommy, uh, did you talk about your big show? Yes, we did. Yes, and that's the news. And that's turned them off. And that's the news. And that's the news. And that's the news. And in a nutshell, yes, we talked about it. Worked out. No, I'll tell you about it off the air. You can ask him on the breaks if you talked about things, and then you'll know. Lots of smiling faces. Yeah, lots of smiling faces. Too busy getting my cigarette stolen to come to your show. Golden Cobra, Golden Cobra, Golden Cobra. How'd you get your cigarette stolen? These guys have no respect for me. Correct. They, they stole your cigarette. <laughs> Facts. They, they had a, I thought that was not a secret. They took the pack and they distributed them amongst themselves. Oh, so no. they're all, Oh, my God. This guy never lights up. He never brings cigarettes. Them, he never brings shit. He just squirrels. drank my vodka in the house, and they you took three cigarettes them. off. He's going to cry about it for the next two years. Give me a break. I'll get you some cigarettes, Mario. I was just in Virginia. I, uh, I lost tell. money that night. I've been on a losing streak. Capitalism is not working for me, Johnny. Oh yeah, I heard. I was so glad to hear that, that you were going to win two thousand dollars or win. I mean, scam people out of two thousand yeah, dollars. That's what I want to know. How to work? <laughs> and you ended up losing. I, so uh, screw you. I tell you, scam a free artist. market has its ups and downs. Scam artist, confidence. Wait a minute, Mary, really quickly. He's a con man. Last time I, I heard from you, you were going to make a ton of money on these playoff tickets. Did that never happen? I lost three hundred dollars. Should have went to six. Speculating Yankees Red Sox, but you know I made money on David Wright, and I loved going to that game. It was a great game. I hope I wish. Do you I could remember, remember any of that fucking game? I oh wait a minute! It. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Didn't, didn't something else happen out of the game? Or are we not allowed to talk about that? What? Well, I, I lost money. It's not always what John says because somebody took my hundred and fifty dollars tickets and bought, bought them for seventy. So it's not the free market system works in both directions. How about the time I I, I rescued your three hundred dollars binoculars from the game? You're so. How drunk. about the, then they threw him out and he yeah. came back? He got back in. Well, we already talked oh, about that. We did. David no, Wright we didn't. Game? Yes, I'd like to no, we, no, we I didn't. don't think we did. I'd like to defend I've myself. I've never heard this. You guys are no, crazy. this is good, dude. You guys are crazy. We Wait talked about it. How oh. did you get kicked right. out of a game? Shall I begin? They the offered game? him a wheelchair at the gate because he was so We talked up. about it. What? No, we did not. I, I was not here. Can I defend myself? Well, I will tell you the story from my perspective then. <laughs> All right. Let the wheelchair at the, well, at the door. Mario, I don't see him the whole game. So apparently... They see him before he even gets in. They offer him a wheelchair because Why? he's so blasted. He's bombed. He texts wow. me like, in, "It's your fault." I was supposed to meet it's you always guys. My You're fault. supposed to Fuck watch you. out for me. Get some new friends in your own neighborhood. <laughs> I'm out. And we went to get seats. Okay, yeah. so he, he's drunk, and they put him in a chair. And no, no, I didn't get <laughs> in right. the chair. I walked away. He refused to be arrested. I walked away. Like you just walked away from the gate. Yeah, I said, "Well, I wasn't at the gate. I was sitting by the side of the stadium." And I felt a, a mouth vomit. <laughs> so I said, if I vomit now, then I'm sunk. 
This so is like six thirty, and I left. Wow. And I said, I have to batting leave. practice. Wow. I have to leave. It's like sunny out. I was taking cold. Yeah, the sun, oh, yeah. is, the sun is out. It's like a balmy cold like, medication. You know, it's nice and warm. Cold medication. It was a mixture of cold medication <laughs> and, and, and uh, a bottle mango, of vodka, mango rita, and maybe some vodka. I don't know. Good quaaludes. Mango rita. Go on, John. I want to hear this. Well, Mario, no, Mario was there. For, I wasn't there for that part. So then I went into the stadium. And I went immediately behind third base, behind the dugout. For no reason. And I this walked. is like, this, this game is sold out to the hilt. It's David Wright's last game. Standing. There's nowhere to get seats. And, and Mario just walks down to 123 and sits there. 20, 20 feet from David Wright. This wow. is the game we're talking about? Holy Standing shit. room wow. only. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how did you find a seat? You so just I, found it? I, I, I went to sit one. down. The guy goes, you have a ticket? I said, no, I'm back there. And so I just walked <laughs> away. And I sat in seventh row instead of third row. No, no, it's right in there. And seventh row, there was two empty rows. In there over there. So now the game happens. I see David Wright come out. I take I some blurry pictures, and then I fall asleep. You fall asleep on so, the most important game ever? So now it's the middle of the game. No, it's like, mm, so I probably missed inning. when he came out. And, the seven, and then when and I the wake up, now at, this, at this point, Pete and I are in our 500, and we're like in the last we row. We think we hit the, the lottery. We're sitting down. We hit the lottery yeah. because we had standing room only, and somehow we scammed him into right. seating. Sitting, yeah. And we're like, we did it, man. And we sat there for two innings like, this like, sucks. Let's go walk around. Let's go, get, yeah. let's go find Mario. Wait. And this, oh well, this I I was like, you know what? Leave him alone. We haven't seen him the whole game. He's on his own. Pete you goes, said no. You said he'll find us. Pete goes like this. We gotta find Mario. He's where the party's at. <laughs> it's true. So yeah. that's when I it woke up. It was true. And, uh, these guys. Shitty party. It was true. And I just went outside past the security. I like I have my ugly hat. I'm like, hey, I. I He's got the worst Mets hat in uh, history. It's like I, purple oh. and. It's from like 1994. It's got like 20 patches on it. Oh, it's a third. You can sell it for 300 bucks. So I, I see these two. It's got an alternate I grab them. It's so bad, it's, it's coming back. I yeah, grab exactly. them. I bring them down to the seats. We didn't get checked, right? We just walked right down. We walked right down. The guy, yeah, but we were just with Mario. Yeah, they, Oh, you're with him? And now I think, yeah. I think at this point, they're like, not dealing with him is is a way better, better thing yeah, than, yeah. than actually having to deal with him because appease him. But Mario, how did you get kicked out? <laughs> All right, so now. Oh, I'll tell you how he got oh, kicked out. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know because now he's half asleep. We're watching the game. He's and half I in the bag. Might have fallen asleep a little bit more. Right. And then I get up <laughs> and I want to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> so I ask Pete for his vape. Right. And John's yelling at me, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" This guy turns around was... to me. I swear, we talked about this last week or two weeks ago. He no. turns around to me and tells me, "I'm going to take a vape hit." I'm like Mario. The, the security guard's standing right there, front and front he's for, staring at Mario the entire time. Waiting for a and the guy behind us just got 86 because there, there were two. Uh, what were we playing the Brewers? Two Brewers players at the top of the dugout who weren't playing, who were like annoyed. Miami. We're playing right. Miami. 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 Yeah, Drunk, Miami. you don't even remember who we were playing. Listen, you were asleep. <laughs> I know we're playing Miami. <laughs> and these, like, I saved your life like six times. I want to hear this. Give me a break. So this, one of the players threw a piece of gum at, towards mm. us. So the guy behind us who just sat down grabbed it and threw it back in one motion. He got 86 no right way. away. Yeah, throwing gum. Mario goes, I'm gonna, I need to take a vape hit. I go, as soon as you take that hit, you were getting kicked right out of the stadium. Is exactly what I said to him. He's like, ah. Two seconds later, a giant cloud of vape goes up. A security guard, a cop comes over. They kick him right out. No way. They didn't just give him a warning. But I'm a no, there's no warning. You can't smoke. But I'm a season ticket. Can't holder. smoke cigarettes. But I got it back before he got thrown out. I'm a season oh, ticket. Nice. You can't smoke, and it's so obvious because no one in the <laughs> world season, is smoking. He passed it to me when the and they were coming up. It's like huge this. plume of smoke. Yeah. I go. I'm out of here. Yeah. But I'm I'm Boom. still sober enough to save the vape. 
<laughs> he tossed the evidence. Like they a dragged him out of there like kind of elected. <laughs> yeah, they did kick me out. I turned around and talked to Aton Mursky and pretended I didn't even know him. Oh, and I got him out. in too before I got kicked out. That's right. Wait a minute. So now did you get back in? I, I said, so Aton, what are you working on? Some new music? He's getting kicked out. I'm like, I went to Photoman. I put my film in. I see a picture of Aton's head. This idiot. I told you exactly what would happen, and you did it anyway, and it happened. No, because I almost smoked a cigarette. Wait, shall I take it? Yeah, he almost lit a cigarette. I'm like, dude, what the fuck you guys doing? Shall I take it from there? Because then I pulled I told, off I the greatest my, miracle. My brother getting chucked out of my own bar. <laughs> <laughs> your brother got kicked out of your own bar. Yeah. How's that possible? I got, I, got, I got a fucking early Islanders game on Saturday night with the wonderful Adam Kurzawa. Right? You like, 86 year brother. For two days. Right? Like, I could feel my eyes getting weirder and weirder after getting oh, off the man. flight. And yeah. yeah, I got fucking two eye infections. So go to the game. I look like fucking hell, and then we go up to the corner for a beer. I'm like, I, I, I gotta go. I'm like, I feel like shit. Go home, get straight in the fucking bed. It's like 20 past 11, right? The very second my head hits the pillow, my phone goes off. It's my brother. Oh, hey, I'm at your bar. <laughs> and I was like, well, I literally just got in bed. I feel who like are shit. you, Johnny Franco and the Deuce? Right? Yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> sure. So that's a deep reference, right? <laughs> So fucking go to bed. Go to bed. Wake up at like twenty to seven the following morning to a fucking what the fuck? I got thrown out of your bar (laughs) and a missed call. I'm like, oh Oh, no, that means when the call it's serious. What was the offense? Uh, Oh well, his his. Would he throw the dominoes all over the room or something? uh, His his story was that you know he was just sneaking vapes at the fucking high top. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and the guy came over and said, "Come on, man, we already told you twice." And uh, he he uh, he asked me to leave. Uh, my staff story is uh, no, he didn't ask him to leave. He just stormed off. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> All of this sounds correct. The sneaking yes. vapes, everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, yeah. who yeah. kicked him uh, out, Jerry? Yeah. No, but then he calls me. No, 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 Jess. Fucking, fucking vapeox, vapeox. Right. But he didn't kick him out. He was, he yeah. was just wow. like, yeah, dude, you got to knock it off. He's like, what the fuck? And he explains, <laughs> fuck this. So, just mm, yeah. trying to get power. Mm, yeah. So then he calls me <laughs> the following day, and he's like, yeah, what the fuck? Guy doesn't give me a warning. I'm like, I've given you a warning. Every time you're in the bar, I, I say, knock it off. Stop. Don't do that. Mm. If this was any other fucking bar in New York, you wouldn't fucking do this. All right. Because it's your stupid kid brother's bar. You're going to come in and fucking do this? You're going to have to put your brother's picture on the wall. Man, this this show is only 15 hey. minutes left of the show. We've got to get to the brother. Ryan game here. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, just a quick, quickly, Mario gets kicked out, and then the game ends. We win one to nothing in extra innings, and David Wright's on the field talking, and I turn around, and he's standing right there. I'm like, what the hell? Nobody gets kicked out of the stadium and gets back in. I went and got He went to every drunk. single house. Because there's a brewery there. He went there. He went and got more Five dollar beers. He went to every that was good. thing. And then he walked in with his co- with his hand on a cop's shoulder and, I, and I did the walked fake. behind the cop fake, how you doing? With a, like a uniform cop. And he gets back in. I it did. was insane. insane. I was there before, the, before he came on the field. I saw the whole speech. I did see that. And that, I forgot that he didn't speak. From your jail cell. I, I wasn't sad about getting kicked everything. down until I forgot that I don't know how you the got ceremony so was going to be after. Yeah, and then I had to drive you home, and then I had to make you stay here and play <laughs> dominoes until <laughs> 4 o'clock good, in the morning. <laughs> so, bro, you were a good You captain. drove. Thank you. I want to say I had to drive. I want to say this <laughs> right, publicly. I, I thank you for taking care of me. <laughs> you were in the car, Pete. I don't know the You road. know I drove. I, I, you were in the car, I, Pete. I, was, I think about that. I was like, that's crazy. You're right. I'm so fucking stupid. I'm like, well, I only had 18 beers. I guess All I'm right. drunk. I'm alive. I know the streets are good. It was a great adventure. Yep. Let's play a game. Thanks for playing. I think it... <laughs>
everybody. Now, from a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan Game, where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Collison. Yeah, what's in the game this week, Ryan? What's the game? (laughs) Ryan Collison? I don't know when I'm supposed to jump in. Do I wait for the song to end? Hit the post. Hit the post. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Very simple game tonight. We only got a few minutes left. So. Uh, Sorry about that. Can it swim? I don't know. What do I got? Two games tonight? Jesus Christ. Apes. Uh, Very simple game. No. Great apes. Uh, I give you the. I give you a lyric to a Beatles song, and you tell me what Beatles song Can it uh, swim? Um, okay. Why don't we do it in the road? Let's do Who's it. start? We got time. Mary Jo Kaputnik. Ryan, you got 15 minutes. Let's play. Let's play. Mary, what about Mary Jo? I'm good um, at the Beatles. Can it swim? Are you really? I wasn't sure. Oh, I love the Beatles. Era density. Era. Can it swim? Take Kennedy. Yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> He swim like swim like the Dickens, that guy. <laughs> He's not much of a swimmer these days. It's hard to swim when you're passed out in the backseat of a Chrysler. <laughs> you float to the top. All right, let's play this game, you the jokers. Pota- <laughs> Mario can't swim, you the know potamic. that? Can it swim Mario? No, like no. 19 years what? old. He can't swim. I can't. I have to stay within... Ten feet of something I could grab. All right, Mario, you go first, Mario. He can okay, walk. He so can't wait. About this. Give me a Beatles song. All right, ready? Yeah. The wind is low. The birds will sing. We're <laughs> 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 <you> going around. <laughs> uh, See, well, that will be. Uh, this one's on Mario. Uh, <laughs> what good is sitting oh, alone five, in your four, room? Three. Blackbirds. Blackbirds. Instead of nope. Oof. All right, go. Uh, <laughs> Who wants so, to steal? I'll take it. I'll take a shot. Go ahead, Pete. And your bird can sing. Nah, mm. Abbey Road. Good song though. Wine. Mm. <laughs> Anybody? What is the lyric? The bird can sing. Nothing. The wind is low. The birds will sing. You are part of everything. Yeah. Dear, Pr- Dear Prudence. Yeah. Nice Who's job, Pete. I'm stealing that one. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. Yeah, I knew that. No, Sorry. You didn't know I thought anything. you were going to actually play the actual Beatles. That was Jerry. Threw me for a loop. Oh, Will you argue with Alex Trebek? Who got the point? Pete? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Pete. You'd be kicked off of Jeopardy at the first question. I was kicked out of the Met game. I'd I? punch Alex in the goddamn jaw. Fucking. <laughs> Next song, please. You tried to vape at the podium. That man will punch your fucking mouth loose. <laughs> Next one is We Shall. Scrimp and save. Um, when I'm 64 by the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. We shall wow. scrimp and save. Uh, 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 tax man. he said tax man. No, I'm right already. It's got it. He the got game it. Is the elevator. Got it. That song is the elevator pitch for up. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Point John Houlihan. Uh, next one is. Thank you. I need to make you see, oh, what you mean to me. That's definitely a Lennon number. <laughs> she loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's happy just to dance Imagine. With you. I need to make you see, oh, what you mean to me. Hello, love. Don't let me down. Imagine there's no evidence. 
Listen. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Mouse. Mean to me. Need to help. No, I need, actually need help. 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 Is Michelle. That Michelle. Michelle. My, my bell. bell. My bell. Ugh. No points. I don't like that one. Sophie woman, play a piano. So, play a piano. So. Fuck you. <laughs> Got it. Out of here. <laughs> you say fuck Paul McCartney? Yeah, I'm <laughs> fuck so, I, I, the Paul. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Sir Paul, my balls. <laughs> fucking Liverpool, let me alone. Leave me alone. She ought to think twice. Oh, run for your life. No. Happiness is a warm gun. No. I saw her standing there. She ought to think twice. She ought to do right by me. Oh, oh. there's more to it. Yeah, they keep going, these songs. A Hard Day's Night? No. I got it. Um, Before she gets uh, uh, to uh, saying uh, goodbye. Tumbling dice. <laughs> she ought to do right by me. She ought to do right by me. Ticket to ride. Ticket to ride. I was right there. I had the song in my head. Yeah. I couldn't get to the chorus. We're being Actually, that's what I was doing. Crap. I was I was scrolling all the fucking yeah. things. He thought she saying goodbye. Yeah, I'm stuck on the bridge. <laughs> it's your Don't think twice. Do that. I was stuck on the bridge, which is Tommy's usual, usual excuse for being late all the time. <laughs> when your prized possessions start to weigh you down. I'm looking my direction. That's Anya Burke and saying, I'll be around. Yeah. There you go. Nice. John. Two. Mark Marone. Bird expert and falconer. 30-year Extraordinaire. falconer. I'm a, you ever catch it? You ever th think about falconing? I'm a 30-year master falconer. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> the fuck you think you are? It's great. You think it's funny? Yeah. Up. He yeah. likes to keep his fire engine clean. Oh, Penny Lane. It's a clean Ooh, machine. Stupid song. I hate that song. You're the best. Wow, John, you're killing it. Another customer. <laughs> With every mistake, <laughs> you sound like Gilbert doing Alan Thick. That's my Alan Thick. <laughs> I do a pretty good Alan Thick. It's a clean machine. They hit the bell. I mean, imagine that fucking being in the studio oh, with that guy. You're like, holy yeah, shit, that's, dude. That's, Can we just go to lunch? It takes 16 <laughs> hours to record that. Now we got to find a bell. He's got some oh, oriental well, sitting on the couch in the back. <laughs> we're, all, we're only on to the barber. Imagine what else this town has in store for us with Cassie. Right, I got I got the next one here. Ready? We're ready. I don't know how someone controlled you. They bought and sold you. Oh. Oh. My, while my guitar gently weeps. Oh, I had it. I had it. I was a health scalp it. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Give me like a million points. I have four, right? You have four, John. This is John's wheelhouse. Next one is <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Revolution. Number, Revolution. Revolution number nine. Yes. Yeah, so Big Mario got it. it. I get a point. He didn't say number nine, though. Yeah, I no one. I get Mario. Thank you, John. That's very generous. You're welcome. Now, fuck off. <laughs> Stop. Okay, Stop calling me. No voicemails, no more voicemails. Peace and love. It will, Peace and it love. will be tough. They will be deleted immediately. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, <laughs> take will, down these Peace parrots. and love. Peace. They will be tough. They will be tough. 
My favorite, my favorite line of that whole thing is, I'm warning you with peace and love. I'm warning you. I'm warning you with peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> fucking threaten me, Ringo, you fuck. I choke the shit out of you. I'll grab I'm you by the nose. I'm warning you with peace and love. Everything dated after the 14th of October. We'll be toast. We'll be toast. I'm warning you with peace and love. Thank you, thank you. Peace and love, peace and love. Please, please stop writing me. No more. Come, no more. Come see my all-star band with <laughs> ah, the guy who replaced Phil David, Collins David and Gilmore. <laughs> and this year we have Coolio. Peter Frampton. <laughs> and <laughs> the son of and Jeff Ste Beck. Stephen Stills. <laughs> this guy playing percussion on all of Tony Banks' solo records. We have Carmine Apiece. <laughs> Okay, Do you like vanilla fudge, love? <laughs> this man was second keyboardist on Dire Straits. You're 16. How many of you have heard You're the beautiful first BTO record? <laughs> he sang for Uriah Heep. All right, right. <laughs> Tommy is trying to produce. Sorry, here we go, Tommy. I feel your taste all the time we are apart. Wishbone Ash. <laughs> I got nothing. Coconut fudge really blows. Down those it blues. Sure does. Oh, is that an acid record? Uh, no, no, no. no, say a little after that. But you'll have mm. to take them all. Pull them oh, uh, uh, Savoy Truffle. Uh, Savoy Truffle. Uh, Good. Oh, you know what? What you eat, you are. <laughs> Let me tell you. Bam, bam, the flip flop. <laughs> the sweat that's gonna flip it flop. Strawberry feels forever. Okay. Uh, next one is. George Harrison's talking about candy. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. She this worked at cool 15 clubs a day. Um, this is, I want to talk about this too. Um, it's the name of the song. She came in through the bathroom window. And who works at 15 clubs a day? How long of a fucking day is this? It's like one an hour. 15 it. clubs. If you did one club per hour, that's 15 hour a day. There's no, and why would you go, why wouldn't you just stay at the same club for six hours? She's a busy bee. That's a dumb line. Hello, love. And I'm right. And I'm the best. Well, I don't think they ever had jobs. Give him two points. Fifteen clubs a day. All right. Thank you, new. It makes no sense. Ever keep me down. Maybe she's not working. Wank, wank. Oh, wank. Mm. I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. uh, Damn you, yeah, Sir Paul. Well, it means something else. It's a different type of work. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, you with me? <laughs> she wants like do? pitches. Want to do one more? <laughs> yeah. Uh, John's got one this more. game in the bag, but come on, go for the trifecta, kid. Oh, please believe me. Uh, oh, hate, darling. I'd hate to miss the train. Ooh. Um, t um, one after 909? No. Nope. Train City Blues. Last you're train you're like one track off. 909. Uh, Give uh, me shelter. What is the line again? <laughs> you won't do me no harm. Oh, please uh, believe me. I'd hate to miss the train. Piggies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know this one. Oh, please believe me. I'd hate to miss the train. Everyone oh, is dancing. Please believe me. And it's a David Bowie voice now. I'd hate to miss the train. What's the next line? I know the song. Please believe me. That's what screwed me up. But it's not, oh, that's not, oh, darling. It's not. I'm just, it's a mashup. I don't want to miss the fucking train. <laughs> believe me when I die. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I got nothing. Oh yeah, oh um, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Oh shit! Can we do Guns N' Roses song? Best Beatles song ever. Come on. Okay. Um. Oh please believe me. It's seven one to one to zero to zero. 
This game is uh, up slanted. Uh, it's a rum sense. springer. I'm going to lift this glass of vodka that I stole from his house. Suck my dick. And I'm going to toast you, champion, <laughs> the Beatles master. From the back. All right, thank you very much. You are the best. I know. Yeah. Hold on, wait, Tommy. Uh, was a time when I wasn't sure. Oh, um, think about you, Yellow Submarine. No, it's patience. Payback, right? Oh, time. Was a time when I wasn't sure <laughs> about the submarine beneath the sea floor, <laughs> sky of blue. Skelter, skelter. Hook yourself. Hook yourself. So I signed <laughs> what they gave me. Honk, honk. In the sky. It's time to say goodnight, gentlemen. <laughs> now it's time to say goodnight. Oh, bloody night. Bloody. Um, I'm going to be in the movies. <laughs> Can I make an announcement? You're going to make a big star out of me. You have a plug, Mario? I uh, Are we doing this next week? I have invited two guests to come down and reveal my childhood secrets. Uh-oh. Is this guys? happening, John? Yeah, Tom man. Sure, I love those yeah. guys. They're nice guys. They're Shabaka totally... and Woody D. That's right. Shabaka and Woody D will be coming in to expose all of Mario's childhood secrets. Not Chewbacca. Shabaka, that loud? Chewbacca and Woody D. They used to be in uh, Fred Durst band. Who's in that loud? Huh? Well, remember uh, what it was. Woody, uh, Woody was Billy Bragg's Eastern United States manager and... And he worked with Michael Franti as his manager. He's got a lot of stories. They'll be in the studio next week? Yeah, yes. Okay. And he was on the air with me for over a decade. Excellent. What is it? Yes. <laughs> we went to the Met game. Me, him, John, Bam. and I, we went to the Met game. We had a good time. Did you I was jacket? not that... Did they we did not have a good time. No, I had I've, to babysit you the entire time. I've never seen you that what? inebriated. No, no. I'm talking about when we went with Shabaka and Woody. Oh, sure. And I had a good time at all the baseball oh, games. We also sat in good seats then. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you, Ryan Collison. Thank you, Mario. Thank you again. Thank you, Peter Pavitrovich. Thank you, bud. Thank you, Rarity Guest. Mark Marone. Episodes yeah. coming wonderful, soon. Wonderful, We're going to upload soon. Episodes coming soon. I might have to. I've got a feeling I might have to uh, put the you know, the uh, rush order on that one. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week here on Live from the Bronx. Thanks, everybody. It's like the like Saturday Night Live ending. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening. Thank Thanks, you. Kanye.